Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Reload Podcast. I'm your host, Nigel Lamont, and I'm joined as usual by Lee Maxwell and Connor McCann. And today we have in the studio back in for another little chat is Robin from Studio 10. Welcome, Robin. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me back again. Uh, we just thought we'd bring Robin back in as he's now official sponsor of the podcast. So, well, you've brought some news topics in and a bit of chat as well. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, some chat about work stuff. Um, going to be releasing an online training program, which I think we're going to chat yep. about today as well. Sounds good. Um, yeah, we'll get chatting to Robin shortly. Um just another reminder to follow us on social media on our usual platforms on Instagram and Facebook. And yeah, listen back to the previous episodes as well if you haven't caught up with them already. And yeah, hope you enjoy them. So we'll crack on with today's episode. So start with you guys, uh, Connor. Um, well, I've, I've actually had quite a busy week. The... I could tell you that in your voice in the phone the other night. Yeah, definitely wasn't almost <laughs> having a nervous breakdown at all. So between kind of Jetta work, um, what did I have on? The Jetta work, then at the weekend there, our friend Jake was around. We'll talk a bit about that. And the first thing is I broke my golden rule. As I have mentioned before, I don't do car raffles. Don't trust a whole lot of them. I'm not saying they're all dodgy. There's a lot of them I think are dodgy. I just don't do it as a general rule. And I never win them. So that's uh, one of those things I don't do. Until Quattro Rick messes me with, what was it? I think it was a Mark II Golf 20 valve turbo. And I was like, ah, I'm going to go for that. Why not? And then actually when I got onto the site, I think it was the Dream Car Giveaways one. And there was a Mark V R32 for a pound. And I was like, well, sure. Why would you not? Cheap at a pound. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Did I win them? No, I didn't. Probably so neither of them. Scam. So it's obviously a scam. Obviously a scam. Yeah, if I didn't yeah. win, it's a scam. I done one for an Amarok one time too. Didn't win scam. it. Scam. Did you oh, smash the computer scam. up after that? Did you? Smashed everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's Someone <laughs> didn't complain. Hey, you want your money no back because you didn't win? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's only fair. That's how it works. I think it's how it works, yeah. Yep. I think it should Have get you ever entered the local giveaways? The local You've ones? entered a few, no? Our Kings and stuff. Our Kings. Yeah. Over lockdown, I was flat out. I was like... Make it's it rain, Lee, make it rain. All that free government money. I'll take some of that. <laughs> I actually stopped following most of the pages in case I got cried away. I, I, had, to st- yeah. I had to stop following our kings. Yeah. Because I was just like, the you temptation is too much. Yeah. They're giving away a, like a half a million pound apartment in Port Rush, aren't they? Yeah, there's yeah. a whole lot of ones they got. It's, where does it stop? Yeah. We'll be giving away a country next. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah, my news probably ties in a bit with yours, Lee, with the Jetta. What's been going on with that? Uh, loads. Uh, so I got the, I think the biggest piece of news is probably I got the wheels back from New Look. Yeah, I think we talked about this last time, and they had been putting them up on the sto- Instagram stories and stuff, and a load of people had been following along, and it was it was really fun to watch, and it was like really exciting. I was like, oh look at them, they're so snazzy. <laughs> it, was like, it was like what's happening next? You know? uh, they're yeah. not even my wheels, and I was getting excited for the updates. But the, the, atten- uh, the attention to the detail and the process of doing them it just yeah. blew me away. I'm not really on social media and socially or like you know personally anymore to follow on. And do they normally do that with most of their wheels or was that not really? I they think would maybe put up you know these wheels are in, but it was a step by step process. Yeah. yeah, it's an actual story, isn't it? The it is. Yeah, it, he has it saved. So I think yeah. he told me uh, when I had to get them that it was like uh, he had loads of messages about you know I'm enjoying this process, mm. but basically what we were saying kind of thing. Um, so I think they're probably going forward if they're doing anything a bit different like that. They'll probably will because it cool. is fun to watch. That's cool. But uh, they're here, they're back, and they're sitting, they're sitting here in the corner <laughs> of the room. 
and they are just stunning. Like I must say, I'm I'm so delighted with them. It's it's funny to think they're the same wheels because they were badly beat up. They were badly corroded, but one of them in particular was badly curved in chunks out of them, and then the two buckles in them as well. So they took those out. I I've refinished wheels before, but I was saying like I like I can't put metal back into them as a thing, and I'm certainly not going to be starting to put filler into them especially the amount that they would have needed so it is nice to hand something over and like i do 99 percent of all of our stuff you know myself and don't bother farming right but when you do and it's been a good experience it's nice you uh, did the last time on the last episode you had went around with was it jason you'd went around with it, it wasn't jason andy, it was sorry. andy yeah. yeah um that would have been cool to see it was and it gave an insight obviously everything we've seen is what people seen in that story that they put ah, up online okay. but i didn't think half of you know i thought you know you throw it into the acid give it a bit of a dip yeah it could take well did you machine it back and throw a bit of paint onto it but yeah. no it's oh, there's much more to it yeah um, i think there was nearly 20 steps basically wasn't there yeah and like once it gets acid dipped it gets blasted twice after that and then it gets machine cut and blasted again you know it's it, basically when they get it into the paint stage it's like a brand new wheel so at that stage you know it's you're working on something that's pretty much perfect which is yeah. good yeah, it's the that sort of process you're paying for. Like. Yeah. The whole reason that I wanted that proper metal refurbing done is because my ultimate end goal has always been to polish them. And that was the whole thing. I couldn't find anybody to bloody do it. So that, But I didn't want to fillers because then I was like, I want to polish them eventually. So if I do decide to do it, at least I know they're, they're properly repaired yeah. with metal. At least they're a lot less maintenance now as they are too. They're yeah. Polished oh, they look great. Yeah. Yeah, get them ceramic coated and then, and then yeah. of course, last night Ronan um, tagged me in a post on Instagram of a set of D nineties being ceramic, oh, ceramic no. polished, and I was like, <laughs> "Fuck's sake!" <laughs> Thanks, Ronan. Um, when I went up on Friday to lift the wheels as well, then Andy says to me, "Oh, where do you see these wheels that come in?" And they were off a Rolls Royce Wraith. I think there were twenty ones, and I didn't even know this thing existed. And then when I started to look into it, it is actually a wee bit more common than I thought, but. The entire outer rim, so they're a two-piece wheel. They have a forged center, I think it is, but the entire outer rim is carbon fiber. Cheaper. Yeah. So it's a carbon fiber barrel and outer, outer lip. And you can see when you look in the black, you can just see the carbon detail on it. And they have the the centers are bonded in, unbolted, and then there's carbon fiber tape over the bolts <laughs> and resin in, so you can't split Sorry. them. So I'd say well, you can't split them. No. So I started looking into it, and apparently there's a few other cars that come like this in the last maybe three or four years, but it's obviously very, very uncommon. You cycling, Nigel, carbon fiber wheels isn't probably a major thing, but when you're putting four ton of Rolls Royce on it, it's maybe a wee bit different. Yeah, I've strange Rolls Royce are doing that. And well, that's what I thought. It's, they're not a company that are known for lightweight. Yeah, you know, they don't no. really care. Like I've seen Koenigsegg do. I think they're a single piece carbon wheel, but I didn't realize they were doing like split versions. That's your mate, you know? isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I, Christian, uh, I, Christian, goes way back. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that photo you two together. <laughs> um, yeah, that, it's those companies you expect that would actually be doing that kind yeah. of thing. And when you work it out, there's a two pound saving per wheel over their normal non-carbon fiber wheels. So it's one kilo saving, which over a car that probably weighs four ton is not a massive yeah. amount. I don't think the chauffeur is going to notice it. <laughs> no. mm, I wonder if something to do with no, what they, a race program or anything. They don't really. I don't know. Not on a, well, on a wraith, though, but I suppose it's yeah. a, kind of, a wraith's kind of an excessive thing. You know, you're throwing and your money around. Mo- most of the Rolls Royce, you wouldn't get one under two ton, really, would you? I would doubt not. it. And like that, is the wraith not like one of the top, top models? Boys, yeah. Could no. be a case of doing it because they can. 
More than likely, yeah. It enables us to add another 20 grand to the price. Let's do it. It's something weird, like 37 layers of carbon make up the actual rim. So you don't want to crack those, I don't imagine. As good as new look are, I don't think you're going to weld those up. (laughs) Um, Get my carbon welder out here. (laughs) So what else are you with that then, Lee? Uh, Other Jetta news. uh, It's back on its wheels again. I say its wheels. Some wheels. Stefan's wheels. Uh, Stefan's (laughs) wheels, which he very kindly lent me. Very um, reminiscent of Skyline or 33 wheels. They are. Yes. Which are going on everything at the moment. Yeah. We've pretty much all the prep work not now for MOT. So it's up for MOT next Saturday. So light a wee candle for me next yeah. Saturday, everybody, please. Fingers crossed. Um, and uh, I spent about four hours washing it yesterday. You did. And Rowan I, would love it. <laughs> and I dream. have to say, I was supposed to help. And uh, I forgot that I was booked to go out for dinner last night. And uh, Last well, night being three o'clock? Three o'clock in the afternoon, actually. And I actually forgot until one of my friends texted me and was like, oh, I'll pick you up at whatever time. And I was like, oh, bollocks. <laughs> so, you just thank you, to, Connor. turned to Connor and went, bye, Felicia. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, if you want dropped off, nobody can lift me. Okay. <laughs> and thanks also to Patty and Jake, who happened to be here and I think got roped into helping. They very much did, Yeah. <laughs> So they love it. They love it. Jake was giving me these detailing tips. So I had a, a good half inch Horace paintbrush for applying <laughs> the uh, APC around the bits. And he says to me about putting an elastic band around it to tighten it up. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's smart. I like that. And he goes, can't take any credit. I stole that from Robin. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's honest. At least he's honest. Um, you got your top mounts in as well. Yes. The uh, top mount razors. Yeah. What does the company make? Same Coltec. Coltec Classics. Because yeah, I've got a set in the Mark 1 myself. Yeah, um, they look real tidy as well, mm-hmm. which is nice. They literally look like a top hat when you see them out. So they drop the coil over to what, about two inches, inch and a half, two inches yeah. up through the strut tower. So you can run it low, but have a usable coil over because it's not, it's not sitting on the bump stops. The road, yeah. Speaking of which, sitting on the bump stops, Jake, as Lee says, appeared yesterday in his up that he put coilovers into. And he had been round about a week ago and he was complaining about how bumpy it was. So I says, I stood to the side and says, jump on the cellar to see what's happening. The back's gone up and down as normal, and the front is zero travel. It's sitting on the bump stops. It's just flexing on the tire. I was like, I bet that's fun to drive. So, of course, he came round yesterday. He says, look, take it round. He says, did you cut the bump stop in half? No. I was like, right. Pull them out, cut the bump stop, whip them back in. No problem. While it was out, he was like, I could put this lower. I was like, you're going to end up in the same situation here. If you keep it at the same height, you're going to have travel. Ah, I'd like it lower. I was like, oh no, here we go. I was like, I remember being young and stupid, so we'll go with this too. Like, so <laughs> I know you're just old and stupid. Yeah, old and stupid. Yeah, it took me back about 10 years destroying the up. Like, <laughs> so yeah, jumping between doing the Jetta and helping him with that. And when I was helping him with it, he was doing the Jetta kind of thing. I was like, yeah, we're, we're going well. So yeah, another good car ruined. It's hard to beat. I blame your influence, Connor. I can't say or how well my disclaimer was you shouldn't do that but good man basically I was like I shouted at him when he was leaving I was like that's stupid okay right going ahead I wash my hands of this um what else do we do I think that's pretty I'm much waiting it. on a few more parts still to come yeah um the skull panel like the rain tray cover adapters yeah I need new number plates I need to do that this way legal, legal number plates legal number plates um I've kind of downplayed this car I think I might have called it a shitbox or a bit of a shitbox on previous episodes. And we were watching it yesterday and Jake and Patty were like, this thing's not how you described. But you know when you build something up in your head and especially with these wheels going on to it, I was like, 
this is going to look so bad against this car. Because yeah. this is the first time I had seen it since you got it, Lee. Mm. It's definitely and not a chip box. Like, there's a couple of wee rust spots right here and there around it, but for, what is it? 83, no? I, 28-year-old yeah, it's car. older than me. No, 38-year-old car? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's looking pretty good. Like, it's, good, it's yeah. in better shape than I'll be at 38, like, so <laughs> we're going well. It's already in better shape than I am. <laughs> oh, that's the same for me. No, it's a wee bit of a, but it's it's got some wee secrets around it. It has, yeah. yeah. It's fun. Some characterly. Yes. Good character. What about you, Nigel? What have you been up to? Busy, busy boy. Um, I bought the Cabriolet, as I said in the last episode, for my wife. And just been trying to get at wee issues that I was having with it. Um, I'll probably get stuck in it this week. Um, so, in the meantime, I got the Leon away. Did I talk about it in the last, last episode? I don't think so, I think. Yeah, I got a, a Shadow Leon 16 TDI and I put it up in Auto Trader because I well, I put it on Gumtree too, but Auto Trader, you get people that are serious about buying, so yeah, um, stuck it up on there and basically got harassed by traders for four or five days. That's right, maybe you said. And then a genuine fella came out and, yeah, it's away. Was there not a trader trying to lowball you at like 11 o'clock on a Saturday night, an hour after you put it up? Yeah. And we were kind of thinking, well, if he's going out of his way to message you at 11 o'clock on a Saturday night, one hour after the audience, the wrong time for lowball, yeah. didn't they? There was one, I was telling Robin the way up the road here, there was one trader and he started off the conversation, basically, it was a text message sort of conversation and it was basically about, it's, oh, it's hard to get stock at the moment. Now he was looking 3250, mm-hmm. same car, same spec and auto trader or high threes. He started that conversation by saying stock is hard to get. <laughs> he then proceeded to bid me without seeing the car. I think it was 25 or 2600, to which I replied, any wonder stock's hard to get if you're going to offer me that and then linked them to several cars at high threes yep and went from there but that's the trader I'm, I'm glad to say it went to a private sale because I somebody get the good of it because I'm not car. here to make a profit for a trader no you know and at the end of the day like if you're going to buy a car you don't get out and look at it and go I'm going to buy your car let's do a deal here you know yeah. I really want to buy this yeah will you knock some money off it <laughs> um also I was walking about the yard the other day and just went, right, this, it's really sunny. I'm going to put the Cabriolet up for sale. So I have a Mark 3.5 Cabriolet. It's an avant-garde. It was my wife's about two or three years ago. And then it developed a misfire problem that I tried to solve and couldn't get the bottom of it, basically, and basically parked it up. So good weather came in. I just went, right, I'm going to stick this up cheap and see how it goes. And had, it, had a deposit on basically a night or two later. It was cheap. Yeah. It was very cheap. Um, Lee need and I t- need tires in the misfire sort of but apart from that it was a really good car well Richie Brown kept tagging Lee and I on it <laughs> and messaging about it and I was like go away devil be gone and he says what's wrong with it and he says yeah it has a, a bit of a misfire and he was like oh right right and that'll be hard to solve and I was like nope I have a VR6 engine sitting there <laughs> yeah, that was problem solved <laughs> well the fellow uh, bought it uh, it's, I'll not say his name but he's a regular at Dubshed and he was basically talking about throttle bodies. Oh, very good. So, see, that has the Mark IV engine, so it's the two liter eight valve, but it, yeah. it's a cross flow, cross so flow, the yeah. throttle bodies and stuff would set at the front. But like, like the, American, the American derivative, sort yeah, of thing, it's yeah. a bit like the that ABA engine they have. Yeah, it's much nicer than our Mark III two liter eight valves. It's a lovely driving thing. Remember, we drove it down to. We, was it? we had a fabulous day. A fabulous day. Down um, to Wexford, wasn't it? In the, or was it in the mountains? I was Avoca uh, or whatever it is. Yes, Avoca. Zara's yeah. show. That was a great day. It was. We had some crack at that. Oh, we right. arrived in and started rain. We put the GTI umbrellas up to advertise them instead of putting the roof up. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Not good memories of that car, but 
it's away now. So I think we talked about it before, and we'll not dwell too much on the spec. Like going through it again, but like the spec was ridiculous Metal. on it for like a, a like a what two thousand so a ten, twenty a year old one, convertible. I think, it was, hmm? I think it was a one. Yeah, so twenty year old convertible. Heated seats, aircon, cruise control, full leather. aircon, cream leather. I sort of PBA thought even if I had the time and space, it was like that would be some breaker. I was going you to know, just say that. Yeah. Actually, it was getting the that. money where if I wasn't getting that money, it was going to be broke. I'll just put it in the shed and break it. Because I think they had discs in the back as well, so they do yep. like Mark III they conversions. Mm. Um, there's a whole lot of bits, and I was sort of end up, and then I was like, that's that's too good to break, you know. Yeah, I hate. That's a nice dash too, isn't it? The, yeah, the dimple dash. Yeah, dimple yeah. Dash, yeah. Mark III boys go mm-hmm. nuts for them, don't they? Yeah, we do. <laughs> we have a problem. <laughs> yeah, so, I was I was very tempted. I really was like it's a lovely car. Yeah, it's gone and now. No, I think no. it's abandoned in Balamina. You were saying. I, 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 Mel and I were coming home from somewhere yesterday. I goes look, look, there's a wee Mark three and a half, and uh, I said you don't see them very often. Nigel's one of those. And then <laughs> I, he said I was sold, and I fucking got sure sitting there. Be. Been abandoned. It's been there for two days. Must have broke down the way home. It's <laughs> not burned out. <laughs> It'll be on the bonfire in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Does it lock? I can't get it. Just cut the roof. It's all right. No, um, I couldn't have a black car. That's the only thing. Like, but I probably end up painting it. I'm having wild temptations to paint the bore and everything. I need, I need to stick out something. Oh, don't paint! I love the color of that bore. Oddly, I actually quite like I the color. The, the problem color is, that. it's been painted on the driver's side before and painted badly, and it's lacquer peeling all up it. Yeah. So it's going to need painted at some That's point. That's indigo, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I saw that was a great color. And then Daffy wasn't in bags either for it. <laughs> <laughs> the slippery slope. Aye. Well, I sort of thought it was like the Mark III is there. It has full digital management in it. And it's now a bare shell. So it's sitting doing nothing. Uh, okay. And it'd be a sin not to use it. Oh, like, it really it? would. Aye. Mum will go and do it. As I said before, you'd be losing money not doing it. <laughs> you'd be selling you'd be full. Aye. Idiot. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's the crack anymore, you Nigel. Yeah, just a small wee thing. I was sort of helping out uh, the guys at Monster. They're running an event... Um, they're going to announce de- I can't say too much because they haven't announced details on it yet but they're over in the, over this week basically doing a bit of filming they brought Luke Woodham over if you follow um, Jim McCann Grid on social media you'll see some of the exploits that went on what, uh, what is Jim McCann Grid? it's like a motocrossy technique super stage sort of thing uh-huh. and it's a competition timed stage and there's various rounds around Europe and then there's a final eventually at the end is it sort of prize. incorporating like like skilled technical driving with drifting kind of thing is it yeah well yeah it's fast as you can get around a technical course basically ah, happy days um so they're over doing a bit of promotional video shoot this uh week and i think they're going to launch the video mid-june that's ah, um, too far away then so the details about soon i say i can't say too much about it but it was fun i've seen a few a few clips from it some nice cars some, 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 some hoonigan activity so yeah it's all good Ah, uh, be good. You can talk a bit more about that later yeah. of the date. Then should be good. Should be good. Um, final bit of news. Then I suppose we may as well just talk about driven. We had our run last week, and it went very well. The weather was great. Fun was had. Too great. Yeah. Um, I think everyone got a wee bit of sunburn. I, I was burned. Just burned. Yeah. I don't think I've had sunburn as bad from Castlewell years ago. <laughs> He yeah. was bad the whole next day. You're like really he sat bad, really bad in the living room with all the curtains shut and all, like, and wouldn't even go outside. I'll tell you, he I was, was just like, stroke, basically. I was going to say, yeah. I'll tell you, bad I was. I was on the driven room was on a Saturday. I went out on Sunday morning to get us breakfast at eleven o'clock, and when I went outside and bare arms, as soon as the sun touched my skin, it felt like it was burning again. Except you were bad. I was really bad. 
And I didn't realize how bad it was until I got home and looked in the mirror and went, oh my God, I'm bright red. <laughs> and I'm lobster man, the new X-Man. The, the, the worst of it was, it was like listeners were sending pictures, us, remember? And like those people were 10 times worse than I was. Really? Mm. Yeah. It was a uh, Robert with a black GTI. Yep, like his, yeah. His uh, bright red across the back of his neck, like, like it looked like it was going to blister. I was like, oh no. Oh. Yeah. So the, the weather was exceptionally good. He went yeah. from like torrential rain and having to canoe your way around yeah. the circuit to yes, yeah, yeah. We somewhere were, in between. We were too good, good. for this one. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was really good. Uh, good run. We met at uh, around ten o'clock at in the Donald location. Then we went up sort of part of the Craig Antlet Hill climb route up into the hills and over by Clandy Boy Lodge and down in the Newton Ards. And then we basically done a perimeter run of Ards Peninsula. And because of the good weather, unfortunately, there was a bit of traffic, but I don't think I had dampened spirits. We stopped sort of halfway at Clucky Beach Car Park and had a bit of crack there. Some we us, did. Some of us had crack eye. Some of us had a and bit then, of crack there. And then Lee arrived. And, uh, yes. Uh, old Tars Magoo. Yeah. Well, we were driving along, coming into Clucky. I say we, Connor was driving because, you know, the rule is I don't drive at the weekends. Yep. Especially now that I'm back out in the sure. road with work. I'm like, I definitely don't drive at the weekends. Uh, so we were doing about 30, luckily, because... We hadn't uh, been doing that before that. We had not. There was a lot of traffic, like... Um, yeah. And the tire pressure monitor warning went off, and I was like, all right. But we were literally 100 yards from the car park where we were going to stop. And I was like, all right, we'll check that when we get out. I have a wee blower-upper, the wee 12-volt thing in the boot. I always have it with me. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll be grand. And as soon as I opened the door and got out of the car, you could hear the air oh. hissing out of the tire, and I was like... Oh dear, I don't think a blower upper is going to do this. No. So when you put your hands around the back of the tire, it, the whole inside edge basically was gone. gone. It was that was just, a Pirelli tire, wasn't it? Or was it? It was a Pirelli, yeah. yeah. So we got, anyway, look, we got the tire changed and everything and that was grand and shouts to Quiet Mick for lending us some tools. I, I do have tools, but his tools were better than mine. Uh, he had a proper record <laughs> bar in the car for beating people, so it was, uh, it was much appreciated. Wipe the blood off it, and there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <this> sticky? <laughs> so yeah, it was, totally, it was totally worn through. Now, the scary thing about it is, I had no idea the tire was like that. And I always checked my tires, but I looked them over, and I knew they were coming up on needing change, but I my in my head I had it next month, they would be due for change. Um, because it's going in for service this week, and I was like, "That's grand to get service this month. New tires next month." Blah blah blah, and uh, yeah. But as I say, it was lucky because I had done that week was my first week proper back out in the road with work, and I'd done like nearly a thousand miles, like eight hundred and seventy miles or something. We'd been doing a bit of spurted driving um, a guy on earlier our... that day behind that red nine nine six. Yeah, he <laughs> and. Uh, the, the Skoda couldn't catch him, but it was trying. But it was, trying very hard. <laughs> but it was lucky then that it, it, you know, it went then. in the 30 mile an hour zone, not anywhere else earlier that day or that week. I, that I could took have been in, a different outcome. I so, took it in on Monday to get the tires on it with Simon. And the other tire wasn't like that. That was the worst of it. Mm. And was the alignment okay on it? Well, um, Gavin from Blackline, who yeah. was on the run, very kindly said that... Um, he would fit us in on Monday to get the alignment done once I got some new yeah. tires on it. And it was a t- little tiny bit out, yeah. but not a lot. Like What, what he tired. said was it was in tolerance, but it yeah, wasn't bang yeah. on. You know, he says on his hunter machine, it was within the green. Yeah, you've got like a guideline. Yeah. yeah. And he says like, 
most people if they got it that would be fine yeah, with it, but yeah. he wanted to get it bang on but so the only thing i could think was maybe that was a tire somebody had threw on it at some point because mm-hmm. that that's the tires that came on mm-hmm. and maybe had a bit of wear on the inside edge or something or i don't know but you'll know to check for again anyway yeah so public service announcement people Check your tires. Especially Check your tires. Tire, tire safety week's usually October, but it's now June. It's now June. <laughs> but yeah, um, thanks very much to Gavin for fitting me in at short notice and Simon at Lurgan Tire Centre as well. He always sorts me out. Yep. Tire yeah. master. What no, tires not did tire you put on this time? Uh, they're Yokohamas. Oh, they didn't have sure, my sure usual Continentals in <laughs> stock, so... On a bank holiday Monday, so... Oh, <laughs> of course, yeah. Simon always holds some nice stock of yeah. weird stuff for us, which is good. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was a good run, like... Um, we got some, some really good nice cars as well. Yeah, some good feedback from it too. What were your favourite cars on it? It was such a mix, that's what I love about it. Yeah. I couldn't stop looking at Connor Old's BM. Ah, I love that thing. Showstopper. Oh. Yeah. Runstopper, whatever you call it. <laughs> Yeah, it's the fact that he actually uses the car yeah, too. That's it. Yeah. Here's one for you. Kean Donnelly's 106 Rally. Oh, that was lovely. It was a lot Props of attention to Kean. He yeah. came up on the Friday night and 106 Rally all the way from Cork. I was going to say, there was quite a few Southern guys because there was a guy oh, in the Lipo GTI though, as well. And Ross Delaney came up in E30. That's right, yeah. That's lovely. Nice car. I, um, yeah, I had a few picks for it. There was that, um, what else? I don't even remember what. Do we John Lagrange's S4. John's S4 is that's one of my favourites. We actually discussed this. That's a car like it's overlooked so much. Because you see it so many times because you know him. And it, but it's such a cool car, yeah. yeah. James's TT, yeah, yeah. yeah. The um, Balamina crew were up in the M3s, the M3 guys, yeah. That's right, they were yeah. All lovely. The wee old BMW, the wee grey one, the grey one. Was it a grey bluey colour? Oh, the 2002, yeah. Chris's oh, one, yes. Flipped, it was lovely. Yeah. I was actually got talking to Chris. It was uh, the first time I've properly spoken to Chris. Yeah, actually, he'd said hello to us come past. He was mm-hmm. just about to head. It was great to hear about the um sort of history of them cars like that's a 1971 car 2002 ti mm-hmm. from factory in 1971 they were 130 brake mm. in 1971 and the way just about a ton yeah that'd be an animal in 1971 like that's that's a rocket and then you had the 2002 turbo they they must have been insane at the yeah. time i wonder what the price of them was you know compared to inflation for today i'd like to see that yeah were, were they mental like enough, yeah because um, I know they're not cheap now anyway even to get your hands on one yeah um, what else was on that run there was some really tasty stuff Mark was 5 it? Golfs Mark 7 Golf uh, there was a Caterham as well wasn't there yes oh yes Johnny Blair's Is that, I didn't yeah, realise that's yeah, what it was, was cool, yeah. yeah that was a lovely thing they haven't had that out for a while either so I think that was it's funny I know people through their cars but if they get <laughs> yeah. in a different car I wouldn't have a clue who <laughs> they are Andy Maxwell brought the Audi yeah. Um, one of them and yeah I might as well just say Audi plural because you never know what he's <laughs> going to turn up in and Graham Thompson brought the 911 Boxster as well nice wee car for the run and Marty Mim brave the, the Lowe's that's right in yeah. the Mark 6 that's right all right. well Marty and the guys turned up as well yeah so the, good. we actually met him on the Sydney Bypass remember heading back down and he pulled up alongside us see that car being static low you look at it and go oh that looks mad and people think it's bagged when it's parked See it driving? It looks even more metal. It looks it's just the wheels disappeared <laughs> up into it. And then, as you said, James Crow's TT. That's a really nice car on the move. And again, one that it gets looked over because you're like, oh, it's James's car, and you see it all the time. It's funny that you know you, you do that with cars that you see all yeah. the time. Yeah. But then those are cars that are actually out driven and out yeah. all the time. Yeah. But Connor Old's cars say like he cuts the shit out of that yeah. thing. And it's always immaculate. It's so good, that thing. And he's quite sore on it. You know, I was looking around and going, wow, that's that's fantastic. Oh, this wee bit and that wee bit. But it's flipping. It's brilliant. You know, he's going to turbo. Is he? Mm-hmm. 
Flat yeah. balloon singing. That'll be good. Richie's car looked well as well. It always does. Yes, for always. Yes. Uh, I was disappointed that he didn't bring the Vento. <laughs> I actually <laughs> thought he was going to bring the Vento. Yeah. The Vento was quite low. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is. It, it's what those older cars are low on the look, and it probably would rip the subframe out of the floor to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I like that car. Yeah. You, it was, uh, sorry, you going to say something there? Yes, one more thing. Mm-hmm. I discovered a new love on the driven run. Not, not female, before Lee stabs me. I think I know what you're going to say. The Hills Mixtape. Yep. Oh my God, that iced coffee. Shout oh, out, lovely. shout out Andy Hill of Hills Mixtape. As anyone knows me, I don't drink anything warm. Yep. Like I, The feedback I got about that, everybody loved it. Yeah, yeah. I mainline Pepsi Max. Like that is all I live <laughs> on. And I think it was last summer, I took a real notion, I probably seen an advertisement or something, and took a real notion to drink like iced coffee or just try it. And went down to the shop during work, grabbed a Starbucks one. And I was like, oh, this is going to be lovely. I had it all built up in my head. <laughs> Opened it, took one mouthful, spat it out and threw it in the bin. I was like, that's disgusting. And then when the packs, obviously, Lee, it was your pack because you paid and you weren't going to drink it. I was like, I'm going to try this and see. I opened it and went, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if it's a good advertisement. If you love coffee, you'll probably hate it. Or as I, I've known. I, I'm not a coffee fan, but I like the classic flavor. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. You know, it's... Um, you can also get caramel flavor, and then he does a new product he launched uh, a couple of months ago. Was concentrate, so you can keep it in the fridge and then just sort of make Add your to own. It. Um, Andy and Kat, it's husband and wife. They're just so hard working. Um, they're running out of a, a warehouse in uh, Newtonards. They actually supply in the Santa stores in Belfast, so most Santa stores in Belfast have it. But you can order it online for delivery. Well, funny you said that to me, but I didn't realize it was just the Belfast stores. I run around two centre stores Where that I could find <laughs> yesterday trying to find it on the way home. I couldn't get it. They were lovely. Yeah. Th- they do plan to expand. I think it's been going down really well. And, uh, well, the Daffy won me over and it'll say that. It was, yeah, it was good really good. good. And that's not an advertising thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing to do with me. There's two people messaging me saying, where can I buy this? So yeah. We, you know, no, it's website. good. That's good to see again, said before, but like local people doing things yeah. like that. Yeah. And it yeah. works well. Um, and like, Anybody with a coffee company, who would have thought to like sponsor the driven run? You know, but obviously yeah. it, it's worked in their favour. The like, really yeah, really no, nice. it's very, yeah. very smart. It's cool. Just something a wee bit extra, I thought. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, th- I think everybody enjoyed it and great crack as always. We plan to have one July, July end yeah. of July, maybe middle of July, I think. Yeah. And then I think you've mentioned your social media. We're going to have a two yeah, day we're event. Yeah, we're going to try and do a two day event. So, uh, Probably Donegal direction and have an overnight great. stay, um, hotel, evening meal, things like that. So I, th- I have a rough guide yeah. done. Um, so we'll do a recce of that and see if it's if it's up to scratch. Yeah. That'll be good. So exciting times. A wee bit later in the year, maybe. I think we're going to have a social media page for Jim yeah. as well. Yeah. Working that there. The, um, the Wild Atlantic Way would be amazing to do. Have you guys seen? I know you, Lee, because you've driven a lot of it will work. But have you guys seen anything no. of that? So basically up the west coast of Ireland, mm-hmm. they basically like planned a route that you can drive, is it pretty much from top to bottom? Mm-hmm. And they've resurfaced it all and it's all signposted and they've got like people, a lot of business owners along it have like set up shops and stuff for oh, it. All right, that's but cool. Yeah. The drives on it, I've seen a few people who have done it and they've put pictures up about yeah. videos. Probably along the lines of the NC500 in Scotland. Very similar, yeah. It's supposed that's to be one amazing. Thing uh, we missed out on the Keep It Clean guys, they done it on yes, NC500 event. Yeah. That would have been good yeah, to do, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. short notice for me, just last yeah. year. But we're still finding our feet with it. We bet we plan. Yeah. See, you're doing, doing a good job, on it. Yeah. It's it's good. Just and it's the killer of everything here. It's weather. You know, it's it. you can't predict it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But no, keep her up. Thank you. Right. So that's news, boss. We may as well move on to the regular slot of news. News. The news. 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 So who wants to kick it off? 
I'll go first. I think I've probably the most out of us here. Um, my first one, and anyone who knows me will love know that I'm a fan of the original Fast and the Furious film. So if you've ever wanted a 10 second car, now's your chance because Bart Jackson Auctions on the 17th and 19th of June have the uh, original orange Fast and Furious Supra up for sale. So this car is Stunt 1 is the designation for it. So within movies and things like that, they have maybe eight different cars. So they have what they call hero cars, which are the all singing, all dancing. Like if it's in the case of that Supra, like under the bond will be done it'll be tuned properly the interior it's a proper that's the functional one for car the, for the close-up shots yeah. and, okay. and all your rolling shots yeah and you'll have a few stunt cars that maybe have an interior for interior stunt shots and then maybe the exterior done but no interior and there's a guy craig lieberman was like a technical advisor in those early films um i think i talked about him before he's mm-hmm. his own youtube channel and he's savage like there's guys will like comment going oh i've got one of these um or like maybe they'll build like a replica of one of the cars and he'll come on to their social media and be like this is shit this is wrong this is wrong and i'm like as much as an asshole he is this is quite humorous to watch but he has come out and said that other than hero one which is uh, i think it's actually owned by a guy in holland it's in a collection the stunt one car is the one to have he says you'll not get anything better than it there was a similar car a stunt car with no interior in it Went up for sale in 2015 and it made $185,000. So this thing was, this one that's gone up was actually driven by Paul Walker in to the scene towards the end where they're chasing the two scramblers. Oh, yep. yes, yeah. This is the car from that. Do they have an estimate on what that might make? No, but no. it'll be interesting to watch. Yeah. It's up, I would say, by the time we do the next episode, it'll probably be. Um, it'll probably be stuff through. like that. Museums I always kind of wonder that, yeah. Just with too much money? Or? Is it kind of like people who grew up that are like 30s, 40s, maybe have done well? Cafe and just go, with chains or something, maybe, you know? Yeah, and just go, go for it. Huh? Um, it's weird. I always wonder who kind of gets that thing, but obviously there's there's an, like, I mean, if there's a few of these cars and a rougher one's going for 180000 or yeah. $185,000. Um, a quarter of a million pound car. Yeah. Easily. The only thing is it's not really a 10 second car. Because, as I said, a lot of the stunt cars don't have this, that, and the other. Visually, this thing's spot on. The problem is it's a standard 2JSE with an automatic gearbox. Uh, okay. So it's like a 270 horsepower thing on them kind of thing. But If I, you bought that, you'd nearly want to tune it up, wouldn't you? you yeah, kind of you'd have, have to. to like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%, you'd have to ruin it. <laughs> you would. Um, this car is actually the same one in Too Fast, Too Furious. In the start scene with the drag race, there's a gold Supra. Mm-hmm. It's a guy, I think, Slapjack's the character in yeah. it. Um, that's the same car. So that car was taken, redone, all gold. Was a, I think, I'm not sure if it was a stunt or a hero car in that film. And then at some point it was reverted back to its original orange livery. And that was my favourite. Was it too fast to be furious? I, Sorry, Lee. I, I, I can't get into like it. There's something seriously <laughs> wrong with you. That was the best one. You like crap CGI <laughs> graphics? I like it. Good man. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. I'll take my cut back. <laughs> it's so cheesy. <laughs> Sorry, Lee. I don't even think I think I don't think I seen that in the cinema. I think it was the third one was the first one I seen in the cinema. But yeah, someone's gonna spend a lot of money on this thing, like yeah. especially as if Paul Walker has actually driven it, and it's far better than the ones that are making a lot less yeah. money. God tier super, pretty much. Like a, you think of what a standard super is making now. Oh, it's crazy. It's absolutely insane. So something like that with the prestige behind it's going to make big big yeah. coin. But it's, it'll probably go into a collection and never be used, you know. Yeah, probably. Different if it was going like cars and coffee and shoes and, and things like that. What would you leave? Uh, my first is just a quick one um, because it doesn't really translate all that well to a, 
podcast medium it's more because it's a video that i'm about to tell you about so uh, we'll post a link to the video but it was a a big flash flood at spa racecourse in the week there. I see, I see that. and it was literally like a river like running down the track at one of the corners the corner's name is eau rouge which translates to red water <laughs> so it was aptly named yeah but uh yeah we'll post the video it's it's crazy you want to see it it looked like some of those like news like poor countries that have like a mudslide and it's just like because the, the water wasn't even looking clean it was just like a mucky Brown, mud, yeah, yeah gungy water that'll be fun to clean up yeah i think they've cancelled the race though haven't they, they did yeah, yeah. The i think race? they were worried about because uh, <laughs> the nurburgring's not that far from spa and the 24 hours of nurburgring was supposed to be on this week as well and they were thinking if there's bad weather in the area it could do the same but i haven't heard of if that's been affected or not no it's going ahead because uh, somebody it? on instagram was sharing that it must be on I've actually heard that before with the Nurburgring that it's quite difficult for teams to pick tires because it's such it's a thirteen kilometers or thirteen miles round up Green Hill. Yeah, and like by the time what the weather's doing over here yep. versus what it's doing over there could be totally different. You know, so if you send somebody out in slicks for dry and it's raining over there, you know, it's it's like a balance snack yeah. compared to like some of the closed circuits, which are a lot smaller, obviously. Yeah. But no, that that was crazy. The I've seen the videos that and I was like, Jesus. That's a shame they've cancelled that for the F1 too, because that is a great track. And it's always a good race. You can picture Ben Lawrence can run it naked on the monkey bike again. <laughs> <laughs> Next time the flash flood comes. <laughs> what were you nice? Oh, uh first piece of news is uh to sort of throw back the the British Touring Car Championship and I just seen an article there on Top Gear that Gabrielle Tarquini's iconic one five five, the title winning car, yes. is up for sale. Um Classic piece of Super Touring era, the BTC. Um, there's, I think it says a price somewhere, but a really cool thing, and there's a great story behind it, which I'll not go into because it's too long. Um, but now you could own this car if you've got somewhere between three hundred and four hundred thousand pounds to spare. I can picture Richie Brown hooking under the bed. <laughs> That's the <laughs> estimate when it goes under the block. Uh, it's RM Solidaries Milan sale in June, but here it's COVID times. Yep. Who knows what the hell will Everybody happen Everybody has the cash sitting. Yeah. I think that's that's a big thing. And it kind of goes back to that super as well. A lot of people have got, obviously, you know, on our level of what we would ban, especially in the States, a lot of people like COVID money coming in from the government and stuff. And they're spending like mad and things and striving the prices up. Yeah. So, you know, it's probably going to affect something similar. If you own businesses and you're getting a big slap of money, yeah. you're going to play with it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure not all of it's going to go into the business. <laughs> no. Um, another piece of news staying on motorsport I suppose would be that uh, the CEO of BMW officially unveiled unveiled the new for 2022 BMW M4 GT3 at the Nürburgring ahead of the ADAC total 24 hours in Nürburgring it's basically the 911s do a, a track program you can buy a track spec car don't they I think they do yeah I can't remember exactly what it was he buy yeah. it from Porsche track yeah. Yeah. you pay like a, a yearly thing um, so you lease the car off them? You basically do. Caterham do a good one of there, actually. it's You pay £30,000 for the year, you get into their championship and you get to keep the car at the end. Ah, that's so, smart, yeah. Which is quite good, yeah. Can't well, imagine the Porsche ones as cheap as that. No, the probably M1. not. Well, this uh, M4 GT3 makes 10 brake horsepower more than the M6, down at 590 brake horsepower. So that's running a 3 litre straight 6 P58, made it uh, X-Track 6-speed transmission. So... Here's the real question. How much is it? Prices start at £415,000 with additional options available such as the competition package. 
the, f- the first outing will be in the Nürburgring on June 26th. So it takes that kind of money to get a good car, I find. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Anything <laughs> I mean, less, you'd just be out of shit box you know, of things. If you spent 350,000, you wouldn't get a yeah, Ford, but that's really. You'd be very disappointed, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think it'd probably fall apart. It probably would. So if you're into your BMWs and want to go full send, there you go. Andy Totten. <laughs> Look under the sofa, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Sell a few of them red shoes. My next one is uh, good news Lego Speed Champions range, We're which we again. talked about at great length, especially on the Christmas present episode. There's a new one coming out. In fact, it was launched on the 1st. It is a McLaren Elva, which is like a little convertible roadster. Uh Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. It is actually blue, believe it or not. (laughs) It's not suede, though. Uh, So 263-piece set. So the Speed Champions are the small little... um, Like 20 pounds kind of range. um, Little figures uh, or models, I should say. And it comes with, as they all do, with some kind of little accessory or little minifigure. So the minifigure is actually inspired by McLaren's automotive principal development engineer, Rachel Brown. That's pretty cool. So yeah, it uh, it looks it looks lovely. So I'm definitely going to buy one. I already have the McLaren Senna and uh, RRP seventeen ninety nine. So why would you not? That's it. Reasonably priced. You're into your Lego Robin, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm midway through the. Landover Defender one, which Mel got me for Christmas. Lego or Lego Technic? It's no good question. Because uh, uh, you have a bit of both, don't you? I do, yeah. Uh, the Porsche one, the RSR Does Calvin car. build them for you and you watch? I watch them just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, gets, he gets all into it. He's like, oh yeah, we'll build Lego today. Five minutes in, he's gone. He's I, I was going to say, Robin's OCD kicks in and kicks Calvin out. <laughs> well, see, Rob, that's what I was going to say. Robin was sitting there going, you're not building that, right? <laughs> That's what are you doing? <laughs> Idiot. Do you have OCD where you try and line the uh, logos and the blocks up in the same direction? You have to do that. Lee, yep. I told you. But sometimes yep. you can't because it has to go a certain way around and to, the things are the wrong way. You have to cry a wee bit at that point. That's yeah. the problem. Connor yeah. gets a soldier out and <laughs> burns it off. so therapeutic. I, I tell you, Lee used to laugh at me. I try and like line the blocks up and I don't yeah. know anybody else does. So I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you're not this as well. Yeah. Although the Defender one I had got quite well through it and realised I hadn't missed a page oh, and had no. the end start oh, no. and dismantled so it again which was very frustrating yeah and you threw it up against the wall <laughs> it dismantled a lot faster than it got built <laughs> oh dear. Calvin's still uh, picking Lego picking Lego, Lego. <laughs> <laughs> oh that'd be soul destroying I'm sure yeah. that's quite a technical build as well is it, it is actually that one yeah, yeah. yeah. I went in the bed and I bought a new one the likes of the the big 911 Legos and the camper van. What sort of build time do they give them there? I can't remember. I do them over months. It's only once a month I'll get a chance to do it and it takes me forever, unfortunately. I'm kind of the opposite. I have If I sit down to do it, it's the only thing I'm going to do and I'll finish yeah. it. But that's why I never do them as often if you yeah. don't get the time for them. Uh, this week I built the... Uh, I have the bunch of flowers. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. No. It's in the loaner. We'll show you later yeah. on. It, it's that, it's really cool. cool one, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the Friends one. Did you see the Friends one with the cafe and yeah. things? I yeah. quite like to do that. Actually, I have a picture of the bunch of flowers one there because I sent it to somebody earlier. Wow. No way. Yeah. Wow. You hunted for that for a long time, Lee, didn't you? I've, I've never seen that before. I've been on the Lego like, mailing list and it keeps going out of stock. And then the email, you, I'm on like a notify mailing list for when it comes back in. Every time it comes back into stock, by the time I click on the email and go through, it's gone again. So last week or two weeks ago, I finally got it and I, I got That's to really add cool. to basket. I've been trying for <laughs> months to get it. One? 
It wasn't actually. It was only fifty or sixty quid. Like it wasn't yeah. an awful that's lot really for Lego. Nice. The detail in it's crazy yeah, as well. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and since Connor never buys me flowers, I was like, well, no, I have my the last forever. <laughs> well, the other thing as well is in the vase. Obviously, there's no water in it, so I'm trying to trying to find like single. Like the wee single oh, pin okay. blocks like blue that, that are clear, or clear, like clear and blue, and drop them into it so it's like Lego water. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. The like vase is a wee bit too big as well. So if you had something on the bottom one. of it, it would push them up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen that one. So yeah, that's the crack. Cool. That's what happens when you don't have kids. And <laughs> just buy stupid stuff in the lake. Yeah, exactly. My next one then is. Oddly, I'm dropping far too much EV stuff in here and starting to worry me. But it's more the technology side of this. Get out. I, I love EV stuff. It's the tech you side of it. Get out too. Yeah, I love it. I don't want one. I don't want them forced really upon do. me. I'd like to drive one. It's just the nerdy tech shit that I'm yeah. in. This one in particular I quite like is from Tesla. So a while back they announced the Cybertruck, which yeah. was a bit weird looking. But they've quietly filed a patent for... You know, like in your trucks, you can get like a pull-out cover over the bed. Mm. So it's solar panels built into that. Mm. And on a sunny day, they reckon it'll add 15 to 20 miles range. So the thing is, if you were at, say, say you work away, you pull up to the airport, your cover's out. You go to the airport, you're away for a week. You come back, you have 140 miles range built up, which is quite smart. Um, Whether they actually will make it or not, we don't know, because they haven't even announced this patent. Someone just kind of come across it Mm -hmm. and like posted the details of it. I would say more likely what's going to happen is I, I still don't believe the Cybertruck's actually going to get made. It's yeah a bit weird. But I mean, if Ford, if they at least that to Ford so that they can actually use it on mm-hmm. like their EV, the F-150 that we were talking about, you know, that's more likely than they're going to make money for it and brings more money into the company. Yeah, I still think Tesla's going to end up going that way is like selling off the patent ideas. They probably will, yeah. 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 It's stupid not to anyway. Like, yeah. you know, and Rimac as well are revolutionary with their stuff. I read a thing the other day online. Um, that's not how that's pronounced. Remac. And Remac. I can't. Remac. There was they, they've done Remac. YouTube videos this week. It's Remac. Yeah, you have to like sound like you're clearing your throat. Oh, okay. It's, it's creation company, creation. I think, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's um, a tiny wee factory in the middle of Zagreb, I think it is. I, cause aren't they doing stuff for... Were they doing the stuff for Amazon? I can't remember. Sure. We're doing something for some like a big company I got, like the like the skates, like the, the floor pan with the batteries, and then they build mm-hmm. their stuff on the top of it. But no, yeah, it's, I thought that was quite smart, that yeah, pull out cover. And it's, it's the tech in that that I like, as opposed to the actual EVs themselves. Yeah. Like, you, well, you're a Porsche guy. That Taycan, that would be my dream car. Would you miss the noise, though, of your I like, I like the, the noise that they have put into the car, you know, that sort of spaceship noise. I think that's really cool. If you were driving a Mark 7 GTI and the artificial noise they pump into it, do you like that? I think you think about it for a few seconds and then you forget. And then it goes away. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would go away very quickly, the thought of that, and you would just get used to it. It probably would. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's such a sticking point with me, but then I'm like Lee's Jetta on the carbs. I know you appreciate it too, like, you know, and you do love it, but... I think it would be nice to have both. I think the electric daily driver and then something more classic in the garage would be be brilliant. Yeah. That's probably the way. I think Jay Leno sort of said that on this show or you know his youtube channel one time he says embrace this because it'll mean that we'll be able to yeah, have agreed. the cars that we love yeah it continues on yeah as long as they don't try and ban them off the road completely <laughs> that's the killer yeah just in the rimac thing they released their new model i think this week it was, okay. all, it was all over carfax and car y videos stuff like that there and it they raced it against what were they racing 
What's the fastest electric Ferrari? Oh, I wouldn't know. Their latest Ferrari? one. Oh, the SF90, was it? SF90. Smoked it. But there's a reason for that. The Ferrari's 400,000. The Remax, 2 million. Yeah. Ah, right. Aye. <laughs> That's 2,000 brake horsepower. Not, I was going to say Four motor, 2, motor yeah. 2,000 brake. That'll yeah. be insane. That's a clever guy that owns that company. He's a yeah. young fella. He's very early. That's right, yeah. 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 He's a clever guy. There was a good YouTube video on it, actually, with Nico Rosberg. If anyone wants to watch that, that's really, really good. Yeah. It goes into the depths of it. No. Not that one. No, wrong one. Hulkenberg. All oh, right, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be requesting him to do the next one Nico's on Nico's quite good looking, too. <laughs> you only? You know what they get Lee for Christmas this year? A Hulkenberg pillow? <laughs> yeah. One of those life-size pillows. <laughs> <laughs> you can take it around the country with her and just away and work. Oh, brilliant. I'm, I'm going to try this butterfly butterfly I've juice. I've never tried either of those two. That's why I brought them. Lilt. I'm thinking Lilt. Lilt the orange. Mm, I do like Lilt. Yeah. You can tell that Robin's the with green, us today. The, green the monster's monster, flowing. <laughs> the green monster is like a Lilt. So it is. Well, don't tell Lee that because she'll be all about it. It's quite nice, actually. Isn't it nice? Mm-hmm. I haven't tried that one yet. Out of ten, Lee? Yeah, seven. What's your fave? White? I don't really like Monster. Oh, there you go. Red oh, Bull. Oh, fine. Red Bull. Red Bull. It's 100 out of 10. <laughs> you more easily? Uh, last one. Again, another name that I'm probably going to butcher. Uh, Nikita Mazepin. Mm. I'm one driver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you laughing at that? I've heard a few stories about him. <laughs> right. Yes. Um... <laughs> Even though I promised myself this year I was going to start watching F1, I haven't quite got around to it yet. And I really wanted to watch the Monaco one a couple of weeks ago, and we were recording the podcast on that day. It was a snooze fest. And anyway. I was like, fuck yeah. sake. I kind of heard that. Yeah, I? it wasn't very good. But uh, So I don't really know much about him other than what I kind of see on social media, but um, I believe he's a somewhat controversial addition to the roster. Yeah, he would be. Um, but anyway, the news came out this week. Um, he's Russian, obviously. And... Uh, in Russia, the law is that... I was going to make a joke about him being in a hurry there. there. I thought, no, no, no. <laughs> hurry. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. You want to laugh. <laughs> um, in Russia, all men over the age of 18 have to do a year's compulsory military service. And he old. hasn't done his yet. So now he's coming under pressure from the Russian government that he needs to go and do his military service. But obviously he's oh, in a Formula yeah. 1 career. Um, so his father is a kind of oligarch kind of guy who owns this big company who have sponsored Haas and that's how he's apparently how he's got onto the team and uh, so there's kind of speculation of if he has to leave and go and do his military service will his father continue to sponsor the team will he pull out will he maybe go away for a year and come back or you know what what's going to happen mm. so I just feel sorry for Gunther Steiner being caught in the middle of that. That man has all the worries of the world. All the worries. <laughs> He's such a dude too. I love him. Yeah. He's brilliant. So, uh, yeah, th- that it, it's only come out in the last couple of days in the news, so I'm sure it'll be more to come on what's mm. going to happen. You were saying there's a deadline on it too, isn't there? He, he has to do it by... By the time he's 27. And what age is he? 22 or 23. So he's a couple of years. Mm. And then he goes to prison and he'll probably fall out a window. Because <laughs> that's what happens when you go to Russian prisons. You tend or to once he comes out, have to give a proportion of his earnings to a prisoner. Exactly, yes. You end up getting uh, suicided. Mm. That's pretty much what happens in Russian prisons. <laughs> Just on the topic of F1, have you noticed since that, uh, the Netflix Strider to Survive series came out that team principals, when they're being interviewed now, are more exciting to listen to? Oh, really? This weekend, did you hear Toto and, oh, what do you call him, Red Bull guy? Christian Horner. Bitching at each other? Oh, no, yeah, they didn't. Yeah, that was handbags. But the wing? Yeah. Or the front... 
Oh, your wing. <laughs> <laughs> and then Toto comes out. He's just, he's just a gurn. I, <laughs> Toto's I find, a legend. I find your man Horner, the media training he had must be insane. Yeah. Because he's so oh, controlled about everything he says. But at the same time, he can cut you quite hard too. Yeah, he's, he's sound, a clever dude. He is. Very I, clever dude. I would yeah. say anything he says... Like he doesn't slip up. Like and he's been in it some time. I guess it's seventeen years or so. He's been doing it with you Red, watch Bull. Red Bull. Yeah, you watch him when a car crashes or gives up. It's just poker face. Aye, yeah. Other principles you've just seen him going, oh bollocks. Which you would imagine that <laughs> what would do you call be... the French guy Cyril. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't hold no back. No. no, that's the French passion though. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, that's good. I'm looking forward to another series out of the yeah, day. be good. You any more there, Nigel? Just one final story or news article on the last recording. I mentioned about the first round of the BDC and Teesside, and I mentioned about Richard Bradley going and Neil Garrity from Longford competing. Right, yeah. Um, bit of a mixed bag results for them guys. Neil Garrity, he I think he made it in the top thirty-two as far as I remember. Um, so well done to Neil, and uh, yeah, really pleased for him. Yeah, he um, done really good. Is that their first time competing at that kind of level? He done. I think in that car, but he'd done the IDC before COVID mm-hmm. in the E36, and then he bought an ex-competition car, E46, the yellow one. Um, so, yeah, well done, Niall. That's good. You're, yeah. into like, you're into uncharted territory there, in the circuits you've never raced on before, you know, different crowds. Yep. It's, it, I suppose it can be a bit daunting too, like, yeah. so to get that far, tall scrape. Um, serious amount of Irish drivers over for that, understandably, because there's no IDC. So, yeah. um, I was actually working on the Sunday evening and seeing a load of them coming back on the boat like it was just a convoy of them it actually fascinates me the amount of Irish drivers in drifting all around the world you know <laughs> even in the when the IDC is running like they just they're everywhere well, especially a, in America it, it, for me I can see why because um, all can steer yeah well <laughs> They used to go into rallying. Rallying is just completely unaffordable. Yeah. Whereas entry level drifting is affordable to get into. It's and like rallying was thirty years ago. If you have a bit of talent, you get noticed, and, and things go. progress from there. Uh, that's why I'm seeing drifting as as that a new new kind of motorsport that's more achievable for, for, for folks. That's great fun. Yeah, yeah. I'll never never have a real drift. Have you ever done it? I think. Well, I've had road cars with drifting. Yeah, you never done like a drift day <laughs> no, or have you? No, I've done rally days. We we went to Mondello for the Pro Drift Academy. I got late for Christmas. Was the it? drift games mm-hmm. run that? It's I think you're probably, like Mike Fitz and them guys run it. Right. Um, who I think are tied in with them. Your guy Dave Egan. People are probably screaming there, going no, they're not. But there we go. I'll <laughs> say it anyway. Our I got for Lee. back with no facts whatsoever. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, we're brand new to that, but now, so I got it for Lee. And I knew I couldn't stand and watch it and not do it. like. And then I booked it for yeah. myself as well. But it was so much fun. I'm sure it was good. Yeah. And like the guys teaching you, it was like um, Jack Shanahan, Thomas Kelly, Kelly um, all like the young guys who are competing at high level on it. And like Tomas is a quiet wee guy. Like, and you get in, he was 16 at the time. And he's quiet, spoken. And as soon as you get out in the track, he is screaming at you. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, go, go. Like, it's so well done, but it's so you don't get a massive amount of seat time. But with what you do, if you listen to them, you'll pick up from it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it really like every time we go to the drifting to watch it now, I'm like, oh, I could sell everything, go to that kind of thing. <laughs> I was very tempted a couple of years ago to get an S14, and I should have because it'd be worth twice what it was then. Yeah, it's it's good fun. I couldn't have it in the road though. I'd have no license. Yeah. I that's more than me. Too much of a dickhead, like, drive car. Yeah, I leave tell you the same. Like I get into like a diesel pickup and I can't like see your dad's pickup. Yeah. I'd lose my license not. Really? Yeah. Like the amount of times road, I junction. came Yeah. I yeah. came close to losing my license <laughs> in my dad's pickup. Yeah. 
it's mental. Like yeah. I just can't behave. So front wheel drive, more fun. I was about to get one at the nine four four because that was sort of cheap yeah. and cheerful. You could throw it about, and, about, and I was never any good at it, but you could have a bit of fun with it. it you know, wouldn't matter if I get into something that was eighty grand. I would still <laughs> act like an asshole, and that's my problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, fun. there's a few other drivers just for uh, making note of Dwayne McKeever. I think he's IDC champion. Possibly, or maybe was, was before, yeah. Um, he, it, was, it was all streamed free live on their YouTube channel, but I think from moving forward, they're, they're going to make you pay or whatever. But uh, Dwayne McKeever at one point done a 99 run. It was absolute Flat. perfection. Yeah, that's um, Richard Bradley, who I mentioned last week, he didn't have a good weekend. He rolled the car. Ooh. Yeah, badly. I think he hurt his hand as well. I've seen the... I didn't know what happened to him, but I've seen him posting about that, saying he was the only person drifting could do that. <laughs> yeah, not too often to see him rolled. Yeah, I think he just got a bit over excited, excited at one corner. but uh, Too much grip. Yeah, also there was the Drift Game guys, uh, Josh and Dave from Drift Games. I follow the YouTube channel and their build of the Corvette and the MX-5 S14 engine. I think it was a, what do you call the engine they put in the S14s? Uh, an SR20. The very one. Yeah. Um, they debuted their builds they've been building over the last three months out of that so on there if you check out their youtube channel very 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 good uh build thread and then they had mixed bag josh the car didn't make it the engine the oil pump failed on the testing day before they left for it so he then he dragged his old mx5 out and went over and really struggled with it dave on the other hand went full attack uh, i think he clipped it a few times and i think he got top 32 as well but yeah good to see them guys getting out there yeah getting back at it again yeah the world is opening up yep so that's my news my second last bit then it's not really news but Stephen Harper uh, messaged me and was asking about do we know what shows was on or anything this year so we kind of put it out see what was happening it doesn't seem to be a massive amount there's probably a lot more meets happening this year yeah. you know because it's easier to organise and with restrictions chopping and changing all the time it's difficult to actually run a show as well, you'll know especially Nigel um there was a few messages in though. Uh, Grant Gillan that said Clean Fest is on this year, so that would be good. Maybe we could try and get the you guys. Can't wait! I love that. Great weekend. I love that. September is it? It is the second. Yeah, it's a week before my wedding anniversary because I've checked to make sure I can go. Is it beside? <laughs> uh, is it beside Edinburgh Airport? Yeah. Yes. Highland Centre. Yes. Especially where the Highland Show is. It was great. Is. Yeah. And um, then you've Edinburgh, which is I love Edinburgh. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's Harry Potter, Harry Potter land, like. yep. <laughs> and there's alcohol. So well, I think the last day, who was it? Johnny and Rick. Was it all us? I arrived then quite late to the show. I think after we were a hairy trophies previous night. <laughs> you yeah. see any cars now? Yeah. <laughs> no, we did on Saturday. We've seen all the cars on Saturday. That was enough then. Yeah, just I think it was about three o'clock on Sunday before we got there. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> two to three pints that evening before. I had only two. Oh, two, two, two. Just, yeah, yeah. must have been heavy with it. Ten percent stuff. <laughs> it must have been something like that. Um, FF Metalworks he says Eurocracy it's a Canadian show it's running this year Marty Mim Players is on you guys are going to that yeah um, two weeks from today can't we yep. Rolling Deep Crew Euro Treffin as we know we've talked yep. about a lot um, James Doherty 95 says uh, Waterford Park and Chill you'll see their Instagram page it's They're, July isn't it yeah so? 31st of July they run their first show so good yep. luck to them guys yep. Johnston Castle Wexford am I pronouncing that rightly Johnstown Johnson Johnstown, I would Johnstown, say. Johnstown Castle in Wexford, so check it out. Uh, Soul of the Road, who's formerly Buster Conrad, he says Overcrest are run their Urali in Utah, which would be good. So, as I said, it's a bit quiet for shows. There's a lot of meets and stuff happening. Um, I think it's now and them guys running their show as well. Is it OSNI? Nobody mentioned it, but no, is it called Musical? 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 Is it running? Uh, I think so. Maybe I'm yes. wrong. Did I pick that check up? Check out right? their he social media as well. Day, he's going to try and get for a date and... 
Happy days. Don't think I'm allowed to say the date yet. Oh, then yep. don't say the date. Yeah, but what's the social media is what you're saying then? Late Old school, school. They Late did summer. run last year, didn't they, with limited numbers? Possibly. Was it last year? Were we oh, there? That's right. Yeah. That, it was uh, one of the few that did run yeah, last year. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Because we went to their first one. Yep. And uh, oh, we got sunburned. Yeah. Destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Um, my last bit of news then is, Robin, you might like this, a uh, singer, hypercar oh, manufacturer. Yeah. You see this thing? We actually spoke yes. about this car back in the early episodes. It's called a 21C. Um, they're a hypercar. I think they're f- based in California, mm-hmm. I want to say. Their final production spec is released on this thing. So they're built in 80 cars. A lot of it's using additive manufacturing. So it's like 3D printed metal. Um, their front arms are going to be like 3D printed, but hollow inside with structure. So there's weight saving all through it. And then once they're done, they're all going to be hand finished in-house engine building which is impressive for a first-time manufacturer to yeah. undertake something like that a 2.88 liter flat pin v8 crank or flat pin crank v8 a twin turbo two ev motors in the front so it's all-wheel drive seven speed sequential box so it's interesting they're not going yeah. full man or full auto with it mm-hmm. the interesting part 1250 horsepower flat well wow. this is their final spec this is what they're building or you can upgrade to 1350 11,000 rpm rev limit Weight, twelve hundred and forty kilos. So it is a thousand brake per ton. That's weapon. surprising from them to put out so much horsepower because normally they dialed it back slightly to give you more of a driving experience, and it wasn't just figures. Extreme. No, yeah. this is going yeah. to be going for it. Like that's interesting. Um, you feel for them. The funny thing is they haven't like they're not breaking any real records, as in like their top speed. The top speed there's one hundred eighty or two hundred eighty one mile an hour, which is still insane. Yeah. But it's not a world class, you know. Yeah. So the fact that they are down it up, but not beating records yeah. unless they're going to try to. Um, 180 mile an hour. Imagine sitting at... It must I've, be insane. I've sat in 911. It was, I, it wasn't 911. That was 190-something that was registered. Mm-hmm. And that was just insane. So 280 must be... Yeah, that's like a third of that again. That's yeah. insane. Um, so yeah, 1,000 brick or 1,000 horsepower per ton is like... Well, what's a ton? An EK Civic, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, modern polos with 1,000 horsepower. And the, the funny thing is... I always think of like a thousand horsepower EK Civic as being something stripped out and you know something built in a shed essentially. But this is going to be a production car that will drive like something normal and sensible. I think your boyfriend Chris Horace was doing a lot of the driving. Was it? Development, I think ah, so. Ah, a good driving thing then, Nigel. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, we'll back it up. We'll talk some more about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, the other thing too was if it it weighs weighs twelve what twelve forty kilos, it can create. A two and a half ton of downforce at 200 mile an hour. So, technically, it's like a Porsche we've seen at the Porsche Museum later. You can technically drive upside down. Yeah. You get a long enough tunnel to get her swept up. I don't think I'd have the balls to do it, though. No chance it. <laughs> 200 mile an hour crash upside down probably isn't the safest thing. No. So, no, not for me. Um, yeah, that that's me finished with the news then. Just a short rundown of YouTube stuff this week. As usual, throwback to Juicebox. They're fanning the man. Fat. Van in Japan series. Was that a van and a man? Van and a man. That's <laughs> interesting. Um, this this episode, the Monday passed. They always drop the episode on Monday. But basically towards the end of the episode, they turn... Do you know the uh, the car park with the, in the middle of Tokyo with all the carriageways around it? I forget the name of it. Oh, no. So, but the, basically it's a famous car park meet area in the middle of Japan. There's probably people that are in their Jap stuff shouting at me right now. Oh, wow. But uh, they turn up dead in the middle of the night and Smokey Nagata's there in right. the Skyline. And the guy that develops the GTR series, Nissan's there in a Nissan GTR as well. That's interesting. And the, 
Is that randomly? Like randomly? Ah. There, there were they basically turned up and there was but cars on the street development. Ru- Ru- I think Ruben busy hits Neil and goes, Neil, they're smoking Nagata, <laughs> and they got chatting to him. He was very friendly, chatting away as much as they could, broken yeah. you know language barrier, and then. Smoky Nagata turns around to Ruben and says, that guy there, very famous, very famous. Ruben sort of going, well, you're kind of famous too. Yeah, like, you know? yeah. you're Smoky Nagata. <laughs> like Smoky Nagata, top secret midnight you Kicked know, out of the club. UK for doing, yeah. attempting to do 200 mile yeah. an hour on the A- no, M1 in England, I think M1, it was. M1, yeah. yeah. Um, Have you ever seen the video of that? Yeah. It's what was funny. that driving? Supra? Yeah, gold Supra. the gold Supra. Top secret Supra. Yeah, so the, the cops pull him. And he just was like, oh, no English. And <laughs> you hear the cop going, yeah, I'm sure you don't speak English at all. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a funny video. But it was like, they took some of the cameras, I think, and this one was like a hidden one was in the dash that they didn't see. I'll send his link. It was quite no, funny. I'd like to see that. No, uh, another good video from uh, Juicebox. As I said earlier, also Drift Games, their latest videos at the end of the build of the Drift Cars. They now have a couple of videos of the actual T-Side event. Check it out. Also, Cletus McFarland, he done Midwest Drag Week in his newly built, um, I think it's about 1,300 horsepower El Camino build that was originally going to be a jet-powered car. Of course, yeah. I think a couple of people died racing jet-powered cars at the same time, so he decided to go for a full send. I'm sorry for laughing, but Lee's laughing too. He's probably laughing the same thing I'm laughing at. I love the fact that uh, in Florida, the the one thing that'll stop you doing something is like a, a couple of people died, so maybe we'll not do that. You know, at what point did he think a jet car was going to be good? <laughs> Florida's yeah. unruly. So uh, Cletus has done that there. Also, one of the videos he dropped this week, Cletus Empire grows once more. He dropped the video. There's been a lot of involvement in parts and different sort of wee hats being worn t-shirts of Motion Raceworks. Okay. Which are a parts company. They develop their own parts and sell as a distributor. Cletus actually signed a contract last week of he bought a 20% share in Motion Raceworks. Very good. This man is just a machine. Yeah, fair play to him. Yeah. He's a funny guy too. He's ah. a guy that always looks to be having fun. Yeah. He doesn't look like a fella that gets stressed. No. Like, you've seen me at Dubshed. I've seen you at Dubshed. <laughs> no, you don't get stressed at Dubshed. Never. 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 I've just never seen going, it. How are you not going mental right now? Yeah. He just floats about and yeah. it all happens. He just... He, Unless he's he super stressed and he, he's just dealing with it really yeah. well. That's the thing. Um, so, yeah, Cletus Channel, again, a favourite of mine. And lastly, uh, Christian Smith Channel, um, you're a big fan of. And it's basically his coverage of Vag Fair. He flew home for a Vag Fair event in Helen, Georgia. We watched it last weekend, Lee. Yeah. Well, jail. Yeah. It's, it's just unreal. It's impressive. Um, anybody listening will know Lee and I have spoke at length about going to... Helen, Georgia, for what was Alpine Vag first, now Alpine Volkswagen, I think it's called, and it was originally was it changed the name, yeah, it changed the name, but um, it replaced the original show there, which was Soho, Southern Wethersea, and we always wanted to go. Like, it's it's such a beautiful place. I'd love to go back to even just to walk around the town again. And when Nigel had said he had sent the or messed the video, saying, "Yeah, I've watched this. It's unbelievable." Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can see the appeal for us. So he basically he's if you haven't seen Robin, he's living in Germany. His wife's in the military, mm-hmm. so they're over there. So he bought a European Mark III, built it to how he wanted, put the VR5 into it, which they don't get over there. And now oh, he's okay. shipped it back for the show, and he's going to leave it. I think he's leaving it at the parents' house or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then probably end up importing it to stay oh, there kind cool, of thing. Cool. Very, very interesting yeah. video. And then good detailed walk around all the cars. 
it seemed I'm raging we couldn't get because it really looks to have been year of the Mark III there, Kyle Walensky's Mark III. The, that was the one you were trying to get your car to? Yes, yeah, yeah. The, uh, two years ago, yeah. 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 Um, you see Kyle's car, the blue one, yeah. the Chrome Mark III. He basically drove in as he arrived, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's such a car. John's uh, estate class. I, I don't like Mark III estates. They're not my thing. John John Hanna's built one. It's a Toyota Calgary Blue, I think it is. Uh, it's on our splits. Um, Recaro A8's done. What's mm-hmm. um, the 3.6 out of the Passat? Yeah. Uh, it's such a cool car. It's you know, When you look at something, you go, I normally hate those, but I love that. Yeah. Uh, you know, somebody's doing something right. It's cool. But no, that, that video's, it's cool. Just made me want the shows again. I know. Yeah. I never mind foreign shows, just go to <laughs> yeah. shows. Yeah. I know that's, uh, we're really looking forward to that. Like, I just can't wait to get back out. Especially with you having the Jetta now with something to I show. Can't, I just can't wait. I was saying to Gethin at the milk run. Um, <laughs> it's first field milk run. I I haven't had a car at a show for like, what, seven or eight years? Yeah. The last was show I was at was Dubshed with a vendor. Yeah. And so. that was when it was still at, uh, in Belfast. Ah, yeah. the King's it was the Hall. last Holy year of the King's Hall was the last time I had a car yeah. to show. You think the last time we had a convoy of more than three or four cars going to a show? Well, the last time we had a proper convoy was going down to the Vaggie show in Cork. Uh, Do you remember the year you had your R32, Robin? Yeah. I had the Mark Three VR6. Matt had his Mark Three VR6. Phil Drew had the Mark Five R32. I was in the white Mark Two. You were in the, the Mark Two. Andy in the Quattro. Yeah, that's right. Janice and Paul in the TT. Bram was in his TT, I yep. think. Uh, that was a big convoy for us. Gethin no? probably was in something too. No, been? actually, I tell no. a lie. I've thought of another show I was at. I did have the Passat at, at MLVW. MLVW. And that was the only show that you and I both had a car That's at, the right. same show. And realistically, that was your daily driver. That was my daily that I just stuck the Vento <laughs> wheels onto just so I could go. <laughs> yeah, that, like that Fadzi show we went to in that convoy. Well, how long? When did you get rid of the R32? I got rid of it. It must be. Seven years ago, aye, so the mental probably around the same sort of time, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, when you get back out and get it on, I did accidentally end up in a show in Sirocco, but that wasn't my fault. I That's didn't right. mean to go into the show. I they called you in, Rick, come on in, come on in. And oh. I was like, no, no, I'm gonna, I'm going to the car park. <laughs> and then suddenly, I was like, I was on the, the track, show. and I was like, oh, shit. I had to borrow quickly, tear off Gaffin and stuff because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I was the flag holder, yeah. <laughs> um, my YouTube then. Is we've talked before, but this is the Hoonigan. This versus that, such a good series. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that. No. Did you watch the Hoonicorn versus the World? No. So basically, it's drag racing head up, and people just bring random things to race the Hoonicorn. Um, oh, the more okay. I think of it, I think they're just trying to kill it for Ford. Pretty, yeah, it seems, <laughs> seems that way. And You're taking that car back. Let us kill the engine first. Oh, there, really was. It, it's a methanol fuel twin turbo V8. 1400 horsepower and in the end it was running six cylinders and they just sent it still going um but this versus that is like two random people bring their stuff so it could be like a home built like rob dom brought that thousand horsepower rx7 they built and just and four rotor yeah so basically the way they run it is like you and i run say you win i've lost so we'll go right we'll we'll go to like a thousand feet now 500 feet Uh, okay i get to pick kind of thing or so my favorite one of this was it was a silver Ferrari four eighty eight Pista. Did you see it running? Mm-hmm. Guy says a seven hundred and thirty horsepower. There's not a hope in hell. It absolutely smoked Rob Dom's thousand horsepower RX seven. Like it walked away from it. But he also raced a 
the Trans Am with the supercharged LS3 in it. Did you see it? No. So they done. It says to the guy, he lost, and he goes, right, what way do you want to do it? And he says, I want to do a Le Mans start, so to run oh. up to the car and jump in. <laughs> so this guy was a fucking head case, and he runs up to the car, and the other guy in the Ferrari is opening the door to get in. He has the window down, and there's Trans Am. He did a full Jukes yep. of Hazard oh, in through no. the window. Hand, a full run, hand on the windscreen, jumps, feet in, and just straight in there and bang away. Brilliant. They still lost, but it was the best way to lose ever. <laughs> no, that, that, that series is like, it's just like, how much fun can you have on a day? And like they're not running their own cars, so if they want to blow cars up, it's yeah, that's cool. Away. Just send it. <laughs> and then winners and losers, donuts and the end, donuts and burnouts. Yeah, so it's a good formula. It is, but there's not a hope in hell that Ferrari's seven hundred and thirty horsepower. No, it's a bit rapid. It's definitely more. So yeah, that's that's me for YouTube. Hey, just before we move on to our main topic, then just let to know this episode is brought to you by Reload Global. Reload Global are an enthusiast-owned company providing you with not only premium automotive apparel, but accessories such as garage banners, posters, stickers, and air fresheners. They're Northern Ireland-based and are an official stockist for 8380 Labs in the UK and Europe. So pop on over to Reload.Global to view their online store and see what's right for you. Okay, as I mentioned at the start of the episode, and you've probably heard for the last while, Robin's in with us today, so... We're just going to have a quick chat with you, Robin, if that's okay. Yeah, thanks for um, having me back in again, guys. Yeah, so you've started to sponsor the podcast, so I thought it would be a good time to bring you in and yeah. have a little chit-chat. So if anybody hasn't heard of Studio 10 before and Robin and his work, do you want to break it down for us? Yeah, well, we're a detailing company in Ballymena, specialising in detailing, paintwork correction, ceramic coatings. Uh, we're a dealer for racing line performance parts as well, and we're now moving into some light training as well in the form of online training and then eventually down the line it'll be one-to-one training cool so that's the plan going forward with that this is actually something as part of the sponsor read obviously you've given us the details of what we flesh it out yeah and then we haven't been able to talk about this bit yeah this has been ongoing for six months or so and i do what i am ridiculously excited for it really Uh, i'm not i'm very nervous (laughs) (laughs) and i i just think it's brilliant well, I almost pulled the pen on it a few really? times, yeah. I think yeah. it's, so before we actually talk crap about it here, do you want to yeah. explain a wee bit about it? Yeah, so basically the idea, it's going to be like a foundation course. So um, it's going to be for anyone who wants to get into the world of vaulting or de- light detailing work. Um, it'll be ideal to sort of get your feet in and, and get started with that. Um, it's also going to be for, you know, weekend warriors who are wanting to up their skill level and things like that. Um, so we'll begin through right through from the very start. So you'll have your wash prep, decontamination stages, um, you know, what is chemical decontamination, um, some information about the products we use, why we use them, uh, moving on then to interior work, glass, uh, and some light machine polishing as well. Very good. Um, it'll be s- sort of the one-to-one stuff will be more in-depth. So this foundation course is just kind of to get you familiar with things, familiar with chemicals, why you're using them, when you should use them, how to be efficient with it. Uh, and and uh, it's a good starting point, basically. Yeah, I suppose if you go to like the one-to-one totally fresh, it's a bit like driving a car. If you go for your car lessons, if you've never physically driven a car, Correct. a lot of your time is used up on the basics. Correct, yeah. Rather than actually getting you to drive yeah. where so it's if, the same way. If you. you want to do the one to one, you're gonna to have to do the foundation course first. Okay, yeah. So it means when you're coming to me for that, we can, you know, sort of briefly discuss what you would have learned in the foundation course. What level but are you not spending all day doing that when you want to learn, you know, machine polishing and things like that. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's the plan with that. 
That's that's good. The reason I think I'm so excited about it is there's a company called Horsepower Academy. Have you ever seen that advertised? No, no, and no. It comes up on my YouTube and Instagram all the time. You see it as HPA. They're an Australian crowd, but they're they're a motorsports company that build cars. They have like online courses and they teach you like how to build a wiring loom from scratch. Oh yes. Okay. How to build an engine, how to build a gearbox, and I've seen a lot of like the previews and stuff, and it's so in depth, and it's it's good because like a lot of the time. Because like, a lot of people probably wouldn't have the time to go to do an online course to yeah. pick it off. You can do the Lexus at home yeah. anytime. Well, that was the idea too, that, you know, you could do it in an evening, you know, you, you could buy it or you can split it down into a few evenings or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's going to be sort of 12 to 13 different sections in it. Um, so you can keep coming back and referring to it too, you know. Aye, so once um, you pay for it, it's not watching no, it disappears. No, uh, you've got it. That's it. Very good. And there'll be other benefits too. So uh, we're teaming up with uh, the detailing company in... Uh, Lisburn as well, Charles. Uh-huh. So there'll be discount codes for the Geon products and things like that. There'll be some other extras where you can DM me if you're looking more in-depth information on something. If you're not sure about something you've watched, direct message me and I'll talk, talk you through Yuda. it. Yeah, that's that's perfect. Perfect. yeah. <laughs> so you have that. Not only if, if there's something, obviously what you're doing with the video, it'll be broken down and it's easy to understand. But if there's something yeah. you're struggling with, help absolutely. is on hand as yep, well absolutely contact That's me and good. i'll talk you through it yeah so it'll be tips and tricks things that i've learned over the years um that you might not pick up on you know you could watch some stuff on youtube and things but again the idea of this is that if you watch something you're not sure about it contact me and yeah. i'll talk you through it in guide more depth and guide you through it um as i say there'll be tips and tricks with glass and, and different things i've picked up um, there's so. actually a lot of stuff you've posted before and I've actually seen a lot of other detailers sharing it as kind of their own and I'm like the tissue one the, the toilet roll it. trick yeah. it yeah. is the best you should have patented that <laughs> or, or at least had it on your YouTube and yeah. shared it you'd be a millionaire yeah. now. so do you want yeah. to uh, we'll use that as an example you can talk to you know, you can describe it there if you want and yeah so as it's, an example it's, of it's tips. seems like uh, so we all hate taking like number plate sticky pads and things like that off. I despise it. That's a nightmare of a job it can be. Um, so a simple trick would be spray the sticky pad with a tarned glue remover, mm-hmm. put some tissue paper, toilet paper over the top of it, spray that with the tarned glue, allow that to sit for about 10 minutes and the sticky pad will just peel it right off. That's brilliant. Very, very simple. Not sitting there with a paint scraper. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember back in the days of the polo before I'd like learned to like cable tie the the number plate to the grill because yeah. I also used to like to run it with no plate especially to show and if you'd stuck it on next thing you peel it off and there's like yeah, the remnants yeah. of the stickies yeah. there and you're like oh yeah. my god I'm just going to paint this thing again there's just areas too people struggle with you know like glass as well people mm-hmm. struggle with glass oh, so big time. a wee tip there would be if you're cleaning the inside of the glass go maybe uh, vertically cleaning it uh-huh. if you're cleaning the outside go horizontally so whenever you're inspecting it you know if there's any streaks, it's on the inside or if it's on the outside. So, so you're not chasing your tail. Yeah. It's wee simple, simple yeah. things. That's like that. actually a, like a bodywork tip as well when you're sanding. You know, so you can oh, see okay. for, you know, if your scratches yeah. are in the, the, if you've missed, so if you're sanding, say, with a rougher grit before, yeah. going left or right, if you're going up to down with this one to oh, take it out, yes, you know yes, that yeah. your scratches are from before or now. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's, it's tips like that that you only really pick up for, like, you're detailing a lifetime now, yeah. like, realistically. Yeah, yeah. And it's good to share it. Yeah. 
Good to see the business growing. When do you plan to roll this out then, do you this think? This should be out by the time this launches on Wednesday. Cool. Very hopefully, good. Hopefully, right. if not, hopefully within the next week or so. So keep yeah. an eye on the website. If it's not, if it hasn't already been released, um, go onto the website and you can register your email address and then you'll get an email whenever it's launched as well. And we'll, we'll share that on our socials when you... Yes, yeah, certainly. Thank you. And say anyone listening back to this, you know, if they do want it available, where are they going to find so it? So you'll find it on the website. As soon as you go onto my website, go into the training... And then there'll be the option there to, to but there'll purchase be links the in your Instagram there'll stuff. Be, to yeah, I'll do some Instagram. Yeah. Oh, what is your website? Things. Uh, Studio10car.care or go. Google Studio10. It should come up. Excellent. Um, no, I think that'll be really good. And it's a good portfolio to have for yourself too. Yeah. There's something yeah. you can add to it. I'd like to move into sort of one-to-one training thing. I think that would be something I'd like to do down the line. So yeah. That's um, does that happen in this country? You know, It does. And there are, great, there are a few great guys over here that, uh, that does that. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark there at Polished and Wax and Banger. He's been doing it a long time. Very great good. guy. Really good at it as well. I went to some of his courses too. Mm-hmm. Um, there, it is available. That's good. It's just another yeah, option for it. It's another option. The online thing isn't as popular, to be honest. Well, let's say that horsepower academy is the only thing I've ever really seen yeah. automotive-wise that does yeah. that. Yeah, there's a few guys in England have like uh, books, detailing mm-hmm. books and things like that. But as for online, it's it's quite limited. Um, Very good. So it gives you a wee bit more freedom. You know, you can learn whenever you get the chance to learn rather yeah. than booking a day off work. Things like that. As I've said before, like everyone has a phone in their pocket these days. Yeah. You know, especially if you're listening to this, you're probably listening to it on a phone through something. Yeah. And like if you're at work, you could watch those videos on your break, you know, or yeah. anytime, like yeah. or out at the car is yeah. a big thing. If you're trying to do something, you can. Well, that's the thing. If, you, if you're out idea. and you're not sure if you're if you're in the middle of the wash process, you're not sure about chemical decontamination. Literally, open it up and the. Uh, the videos will be there for you. Very good. Um, I needed that yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's. Uh, that's the plan. Was it enjoyable to do? It was more difficult to do than I thought. <laughs> was there a lot of outtakes? Yeah, there was a bit, actually. Yeah. Absolutely no swearing. No. Uh, yeah. Everything right, first time. I like uh, it. No, it was more difficult than I thought it would be. To yeah, be I, so there's obviously a lot of work in behind it, too. I'm not good on camera, either. So you'll probably pick I've that up that when face, you see it. Yeah. That's why you're on here. <laughs> face for radio. Uh, but hopefully it comes across well. I've tried to get as much good content into it as possible. That's really a good guy behind it. Yeah, yeah. So that's... Um, so, as I say, it should be launched by the time this goes live. Excellent. So, go on to the website, it'll be there. Um, there's going to be a reload discount code Excellent. available for it as well. Happy days. Um, so, you can let us know what that is. And we can yeah, I'll let you know what after. that is as well. Yep. Excellent. Yeah. I think it'll be brilliant, especially with COVID and all the rest of it, and people not having as much time that it is something they can just yeah. pick up and set down whenever. And there's still a lot of people who are uncomfortable with actually going out and meeting one-to-one with yeah. people, so it allows yeah. them to do yeah. things like that good too. Timing. Yeah. Good timing. It's also a good thing, I think, for someone who has had their car maybe detailed with me or ceramic coat it who's new to this line of things and doesn't know how to maintain it properly yes. so you're not destroying the good work Correct. that you've yeah. paid for yeah yeah so. yeah there's a super about the front that could attest to that probably <laughs> lay washing it with a brick <laughs> excuse you don't worry i don't let her it's okay <laughs> i actually wash lee's cars and when i wash yeah. my own um so how's uh, just uh, general chat to you basically how's things been this past six months really? things have been good yeah this has been the busiest between last year and this year this has been our busiest year um yeah. we weren't entitled to any grants or anything for the government so we had to keep working yeah. we couldn't afford to stop and um, there was nothing available to us you're in a good position though that you're not out with the public as such yes that's it that's it yeah yeah um Just a drop-off service yeah and people were very good that way clients and stuff so i, I want to sort of say i thank you here for that everyone was so so good and, and continuing to support us dropping the cars off no contact picking them up 
um, and working with us there. As I say, we had to keep working, um, so it was good. Lee included. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Uh, so no, it's been busy. It's been it's been really really good. You know, normally lead time would be four to five weeks, and we're sort of twelve thirteen weeks away at the moment. That's amazing. Um, which it, it's it's the busiest it's ever been. Like I was around when you first set up Studio Hotel, and you were very very nervous about very it, nervous, making the transition. Yeah. Like, and it's great to see yeah, someone yeah kicking off like that. Yep. Because like, it was actually it was a thing you were going to do before, and then a half was, sort of backed yeah. out of it, didn't you? I had, then, been, I had been talking about it, so I've been doing it sort of part time for about twelve thirteen years. And then about, well, it's full time. I've been doing it full time now three years this month, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Very good. Uh, but I had been talking about making the move for about the last five years, so two years before I did, and I just had to. But that's make the thing, the move. it's easy to say, yeah, go and do that, or for it someone is, else yeah. to go, but yeah. they're not paying your mortgage that's or anything. That's this the problem. Yeah. So I know it's been good. Cool. It's been good. Have um, you had anything special in lately? You always have something. Yeah, I was just going to say that because, like, your social media posts is always. Yeah, really good content to follow and yeah. see what you've got in. There. And as you said before, you've everything from like fiestas up to well, it was like a. I'm not big on 911s. Was like a special looking 911 thing come over from Scotland. Yeah, that, that was Lindsay Sheridan's C4. Uh, come That's over right. from Scotland. Yeah, 993. It was nice. Yep. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I enjoy doing them all, no matter if it's a fiesta or a 911. You're sticking to that line. I like it. You said yeah. that the last time you were here as well. But, it's but true. I do actually, I, I actually do. do. Yeah, because it's uh, everything's you know the owner's pride and joy, no matter yeah. what it that's is. It's a transformation process. Yeah, too, that's you it. get to be part of. That's it. Um, the full, you know, the full details are. I, I enjoy the, the sort of the the three four day details uh-huh. more than the single day details. But you don't always get that. Yeah. You know, so. At the minute, it's more the sort of one to two day turnaround jobs. Was there something oddball you had in? There's motorbikes. I remember there's some motorbikes. There was a few bikes yeah. you've had through, but there was a car. Was it some sort of Lotus? There was a Lotus Evora. Maybe it was an Evora. Was it orange? Yes, yeah, that was it. I it was nice. One. Yeah, it was really nice. He has also got a Megane Trophy R. Nice. Which is very nice as well. A real car head. What I like about that is when you're doing like your suspension when you obviously you do cleaning around the wheel arches yeah. and you do a lot of like the refurb and the suspension work yeah i'm looking at the suspension side of going what way is that because yeah. there was one yeah. you had and i think it might have been this is going back a long time um gibson's m3 oh yes yeah and i think did you put springs in that as well for him no something or no you done the Gibson's, underside of it i possibly done the underside or winter, winter prep, and, and, and it's not like, like a real yeah. weird setup in the back end like a five link arm or something and I'm trying to think what one that would be your thing be an e, e90 e92 m3 yeah yeah possibly yeah possibly. i like e- that nerdy stuff I'm yeah like, How's that work? <laughs> occasionally you get i do actually get quite a lot of like underside work arch area work and things like that like the lotus got full arch area cleanse and then the uh suspension was all ceramic coated mm-hmm. calibers coated all the arms in there coated as well um so it's nice to do stuff like that yeah the cleo v6 was another one that was like that and the liquid yellow one that's right from jrc cars by the way Uh, there's not too many around no there's not he has actually a blue one as well the generation before that i'm not too high up on my cleos that's like the more square lights as opposed to like the it was it's it's still the first of the kind of bubbly shape it's the previous one though yeah, yeah yeah um so those were two nice cars yeah I've never driven one of those or been in one, but I can only imagine the sound of a was a three and a half liter V six like two inches from behind yeah. you in a Clio. There's fun. no steering. Cut. It takes a football field to turn them as really? well. The way they I are, I suppose yeah. the wide yeah. track and stuff on them too. Yeah, yeah. I see. I get jealous of your kind of job because you get to hook in around <laughs> those kind of things and see, <laughs> see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. 
You, you're doing quite a lot of new car prep. I've seen There's recently. a lot of new car preps and ceramic coatings have just that's yeah. just been through the roof. It, almost I think everything people have seen, seen the worth of them now, and they're either yeah. Yeah. prepared to invest. I, we have. I think I've probably done maybe three or four cars this year that haven't been ceramic coated. Yeah. Everything now is getting coated, and the Mavinci coatings are just fantastic when yeah. they're maintained properly. They're had that in the edition thirty and yeah. swear by it's great yeah. stuff. That's funny. How long's your car done now? Must be nine months anyway. Yeah, and you were out in the road there this week or last week for the first, and that's the first thing I said to you was it was a bit of rain. How's the coatings and the glass? Mm. Yeah, still perfect. One thing yeah. we've always raved about is the glass coatings. People love the glass yeah. coatings. Glass coatings are really good. Yeah, because I hate cleaning glass. Yeah. <laughs> glass is a nightmare. Just on the topic of products, what what has been introduced this year, or do you see coming down the pipeline products you use that you think are of interest really to people that are into their detail? Well. For maintenance range, I find it hard to look past the Geon range. Mm-hmm. Uh, Geon range for maintenance, so you've got your, especially if your car's ceramic coated, they've just released a lot of new products there. Um, so you have Geon Bath Plus, you have the new ceramic detailer as well. Um, they have a lot of new products just out. That range of stuff is fantastic. A lot of the guys I know as well use the Geon ceramic coatings, which get uh, great reviews too. I haven't used those myself. Um, but all the big brands, you know, your Geon, your G-Technique, um, they're all top notch, top notch products. Big fan of Dion stuff. Yeah, Vinci. Yeah, Vinci coatings are something. That's else. the thing. You find a product that works, and a company that just yeah, you know, yeah. stands by its stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, just to finish up, then you have the course coming up, but long term, what are you, what are you looking at? Or well, long term, there was a plan. Well, there was thoughts of maybe moving into a bigger unit or something like that, but I don't want to take on staff. So that's probably pointless moving into a unit. What I have is fine. So yeah, I think I remember the conversation we had about this yeah. last year, and you were basically saying for bringing on staff, it, the cost benefit of it doesn't for me work out. it doesn't work out. Yeah. No, it doesn't work out. There's it's the unit I'm in. It, there isn't enough room to have two or three of us walking about there all day. So to go and rent a unit and spend thirty or forty thousand pound a year on that. I would make no more profit, yeah, probably the, less, the and lots more with, headache. Yeah. So for me, it's not worth it. So down the line, the plan is uh, I plan to do some enclosed transportation as well. Uh, so uh, I'm looking at enclosed race shuttles at the moment and things like that. I would have a lot of customers who don't want to drive the car on the road after it's been detailed. Nothing worse than picking up a car and it's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, drive home I got that detailed today yeah yeah, and lots of guys with classic stuff don't want to put any miles on them yeah, they just either. want to brought here detailed, detailed, brought detailed back, back. Yeah. That's true, so I've got a lot yeah. of inquiries for that and even bringing stuff in from England I would have a lot of clients um, who would ask if, if I can provide that service bring a car over or whatever um, in the last two or three months I've probably had five or six inquiries to bring over you know, 9-11s and things See, like that so. I think that's a trust thing too they know how meticulous you are and they just go yeah, I think yeah. They're so down, that's yeah. the plan down the line possibly at the end of the year I'll try and get a shuttle save up a few pounds and get the shuttle bought um, and go that route too um, so uh, as you know too I've been having troubles with uh, old man back Yeah. so oh. I'll be probably trying to dial down the hours in the workshop a wee bit it's the constant leaving over the, yeah the my back just can't cope machine. with it anymore so I would say in another couple of years time I'll have to dial it back so yeah. that's also the plan then with the shuttle that may be three days detailing two days transporting and things like that so getting a more exclusive uh, service is what you're saying yes, the harder yeah. to get to <laughs> I'm picturing you with like a two post ramp with a car up you're trying to like buff the bottom yeah. of the door someone <laughs> willing me <laughs> 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 um, yeah, that's, yeah, so that's the plan with the yeah. business. Yeah. Excellent, it's good to hear. 
that's all the questions I really have. Yeah, um, I'm good. Yeah. So thanks very much for joining us. No, thank think, you for having me again. Yeah. Um, as I say, of course, hopefully I'll be up and running next week. But if you have any questions or anything, send me an email or get me on social media. Studio 10. Um, Studio 10. Yep. Uh, fire me a message and I'll be happy to help. Cool. Thanks very much. I think we'll just thank you. finish up then with a Usual few, questions. few questions. Yeah. Yeah. So the first one then comes in from Maren Chris. He says, if you had the... You had the choice to greenlight any production car that was never made. Which would it be? My choice would be F eighty M three Estate. Very nice. Which choice. would be a good choice. I'm a big fan of turn or yeah. advance, whatever you want to call them, estate cars, especially in German form. Yes. Yep. I think I know what you're going to say, so I'm not. I don't want to steal yours. I'll not say what you're going to say because you probably won't even have guessed this. Go on ahead. Well, I have two. One was a Photoshop that you showed me the other day. I knew I was going for that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Alpha. Was it an Alpha Julia? Yes. Was somebody had done like a Photoshop of like a shooting break estate kind of. Yes, they say that. Oh my god, it's really good. I thought it was a real production car. I was like, oh my god, that yeah. is unbelievable. And it was like, no, it's a render. <laughs> and the other one is the was an E forty six or an E thirty six pickup. Yes, remember that we they talked about before. In, Nigel, the M three was the E thirty six M three pickup, wasn't it? You talked about before. I think I was a pickup, but then I think it was the E46 Estate that had a prototype of. Yes, size E36 pickup. 36 you like. pickup, yeah. Um, mine would be the sticking to the Mark Threes, Mark Three A59, the rally car that oh. was never. Mm. Um, it was supposed to be like the forerunner to the R32s. It was all wheel drive. It was a two liter turbo, uh, 275 horsepower. So and six speed manual. That's back in the mid 90s, which is pretty cool. I also wonder, like, the R32 was 240 horsepower. So, like, if it was the predecessor or the successor to it, you know, would the R32 have been more horsepower again? Would it have been 300 plus? Because they're not going to drop back in power with the yeah. new car kind of thing. But no, they're they're not a good-looking car, but they're an aggressive-looking car, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that would probably be my pick. Would you? I sort of had a few ideas going around in my head. I would have been a big fan of the 46 Estate, Touring, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, what I think, I know you are massive fans of Mark Four R thirty twos, but I think Volkswagen dropped the ball. They should have supercharged it. Yeah, like they have a history of supercharging stuff. True, that engine can take the power, as can be seen. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's been well tested. The the drop the ball with the power on them. And do you know what? That's the, anybody who's like a kind of the, the vague hater. It's usually the first thing they go to is all it only three point two and two two hundred forty horsepower. Well, and like, when what I was growing up, the thing was you had an M three. Was three hundred odd brake and R thirty two was two fifty two forty in the Mark four yeah and you stick a light charger in them and you're three hundred brake yeah you're back up to it you know that's, that's not like the reliability side of it that's always been a bugbear of the R thirty two for me is the lack of power yeah it needs it um and it always took so much money to get any sort of power out of them I N N A will you yeah. do that well, yeah. when, I, when I was buying my first Mark five GTI I was going down the line of Mark four R thirty two or Mark five GTI. And the way you could tune a Mark V GTI compared to an R32 just... Didn't make sense. No. Yeah. Um, there's another sort of thing I was thinking about. And it was basically a five-cylinder turbo Mark V Golf. Yeah. Like the RS, RS3, RS3 engine. engine. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Um, Jap stuff. Don't hate me. IS200 run the RV or a Jay-Z or something like that I something with a bit of power yeah, I suppose the, you had the beams engine the, the turbo yeah, Yamaha but I had a four yeah, cylinder yeah. yeah a six cylinder <laughs> giving a bit of balls 
yearning for that? Any mean, you'd like to have seen made? Hmm. I'd like to have seen an Amarok with a healthy engine and something again, maybe like the RS3 engine. Yeah. yeah. I think an Yeah. Yeah. Well, they start to sort of respond to that with the T-Rock R's and the mm. Tiguan R's. It's funny when you consider some of the Touregs got ridiculously big engines look at the, like your yeah. old. Look, look at, look yeah. at do that in it. Look yeah. at the Cooper SUVs <clears throat> they're bringing out. Yeah. I sure. talked about a couple of episodes That's right, ago. yeah. Just RS3 remember. engine. It's from the RS3 engine. Stick that into an Amarok. You're, you're sitting yeah. there going, hello, we've been asking for this. <laughs> the new Touareg R as well. It's like a hybrid thing. So an yeah. engine like that in an Amarok, I think, would be a really good I'm bit of class. I'm surprised they haven't done it. Yeah. yeah. That's I thought of a couple more. Race Touareg. Yes. The concept, oh, yes. that one. Yes. And uh, Sirocco R, but a proper R, not, not front, an R line. Not a front wheel drive R. Uh, like, like a proper R. Yeah. With the, You'd wonder why they didn't do you know, that at the, the time. Because they didn't, because the GTI is, or the yeah, yeah. Golf R is the flagship. They didn't want to step on its toes, so that's why they made a front wheel drive. Because the Sirocco was a better looking car. And if it had had a decent engine and running drive. gear in it, it would have outstripped yeah. the Golf I think yeah. they were still a good driving car. Like, they put the power down well, but it was never going to be... It's not yeah. all-wheel drive. You know, that's yeah. the thing. Um, Next one, then. Emma Dowell, 93. He says, Would you rather go to a WRC stage or a Isle of Man TT stage? WRC all day long. I'd be WRC. Yeah, WRC much. for me. I'm surprised you. I thought maybe I've you'd actually been WRC before. Like, and it's just like a... It's, ama- it's amazing. What would you like? It's a tough choice because I want to say both. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like picking your favourite child. Yeah. Because <laughs> I do love road racing, like bike road racing. I, I really do. I'm sure both are amazing, you know, and it's it. you're putting one down right away, but I'm sure if you were at it, you'd still love it. That's the thing. But I would say road racing, especially in Ireland, is more of a, it's a closer spectacle. Yeah. Because yeah. you're basically nearly able to touch the road. Yeah. Whereas WRC now, any rallying fence in general now you're further it back it used to be like that but now it's just safety mad <laughs> fingers in the vents yeah none of that anymore <laughs> I'm going to go with the TT there we go. a bit different um, S14 OPC oh, I always mix Simon's name up S14 <laughs> OCP uh, another great run hoping my MOT doesn't run out before the next one the, the driven Simon. run um, cheers CM auto detailing Euro trappings for sure in regards to what shows he wants to go to yep um, Ronan underscore hits 21 Clutch and Diff just arrived that'll be good he's been waiting that a while um, <laughs> Don Brexit yeah busy few weekends to get the car back together now and see you on July 3rd so he'd be coming up for Euro traffic as well make a weekend of it do a few burnouts not in the not in the place outside on the way home our bars are open inside <laughs> so come on up that's right yeah we'll enjoy that <laughs> Um, yes, I know. Yes, he knows the bars are open. Uh, FF Metalworks, he says, traffic is backed up, boat on the road. What's the weirdest I've thing you've seen, seen on the road? I've seen Dennis's social media post. He's like an hour and a half to your commute, and he was stuck in all this traffic, and he was sent me photos of it just backed up, and he got up to it, and it was a boat land in the middle of the road. <laughs> oh, jeez. Just random. Um, I'm still going to stick with my original thing we talked about in the early episodes of what I found the weirdest thing on the road was my own shoes. <laughs> that I've been looking at for a week. <laughs> How do you top that? <laughs> so I, in the earlier episodes, I think I'd said it was like a pair. We talked about like seeing random shoes on the side of the road, and about what like quarter mile, half mile from my parents' house at this corner, there was these pair of shoes. I'd seen them lying there all week, back and forward, back and forward, and then I stopped at the junction one day with Lee waiting to pull out, and I was looking at these shoes, and I was like, I think they're my shoes. 
And then I got out and they, yeah, they were my shoes. <laughs> so I think what had happened was I'd been moving stuff from my parents, set them on the boot or else the roof of the Bora. They got to there and then fell off. But I've been looking at them all week going on those pair of shoes and didn't realize they were actually mine. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Is um, any weird things? I think I mentioned actually in quite a recent episode that I saw a guy um, transporting a, a lawnmower in a Celica. Yes. With the, like, the, with the boot up. Thankfully, it didn't fall out. Though. It was very funny. Um, the other thing I always think when you say the weird things is like weird accidents where you think you come up on an accident and you think, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. Like cars on their roof, like in a 30 mile an hour zone and stuff. And you're like, and your what, what has into, happened here? Turns in an episode of CSI. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to work it out and then you Angles. crash. <laughs> a couple Enhance. of years ago. I was coming back from Dublin. I was coming up past Ashbourne. On there's like a section of motorway, dual carriageway there. I was in this backed up traffic for about an hour, and I got up on it, and there was a tractor with a looked like a slurry tanker or, or something on the back of it, and it was up and over the Armico bar- barrier in the centre. That's impressive. And I was like, tractors are slow, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And I, I couldn't figure out how it had happened. Like, it's shown off on Snapchat, that's how that happened. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Do you guys see anything weird things in the road? I can't think of anything. You're useless. Why were you on? Today I've seen, <laughs> I seen something very, very weird, but I'll come back to that. If working down the docks, you see weird stuff all the time. Uh, the docks is full of weird people. There's tanks, there's parts of massive windmills. Um, you get to see it all. What yeah, we saw... Uh, turbine blade yeah. when we were in Germany do you remember yeah, they're constantly coming off the boats they're huge yeah. you can't imagine yeah. how big they are I can't I used to work on them mm. we- <laughs> but when <laughs> you see them on a windmill up on a hill or something going round uh, you don't know until you see it. one you're standing beside it like they're how huge they are wind turbine I'll have you know yeah that windmill <laughs> our friend Andrew will Shut correct up. you <laughs> it doesn't make bread I think or flour today a special sort of weird thing I've seen a, a talk to you I can always speak. I was talking to you about it on the way down. I was just before I met Robin to come on down here. I was coming off the motorway just before the slip road mm. to come off. And I just seen this Reynolds Espace, Southern Reds plate, of course, absolutely nailing it down the fast lane. I was going, wait, flip, he's in a hurry. And I was just turning off. The next thing, he dove in front of me uh-huh. on the slip road. Away up, he was flying like he was uh-huh. doing over 100 mile an hour up the slip road. And I thought, flip, what's on fire or whatever? His brakes. Probably if there's a rental of spas. I pulls up to the roundabout. What was in the back parcel shelf? Hmm. Two cats eating their dinner. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? The pussy wagon. Uh. <laughs> oh dear. So that was my weird today. Th- that's definitely a strange one. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cats in the parcel shelf. It is the things you say when you don't have a gun. Like I'm at, I'm <laughs> on I wasn't slamming on the I shot. I shot Jr. T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Jack Lee underscore Mark 2. He says, opinion on ball joint extenders and tie rod flip kits for Mark 2 slash 3 platform. Are they safe or not? Over to you, Connor. I have no issue with them. I've seen some kits and from like a design engineering point of view, I'm looking going, hmm, that's probably not the best. But there's like there's plenty of people running them and they're they're working. It's a bit like I said to Lee about adapters. I'm a big fan of H&R adapters, simply because they're over-engineered and they work so well. And realistically, it is the only thing that keeps your wheel on the mm-hmm. car. Um, but I mean, you think of the cheap aluminium 
chocolate adapters that are out there that people are running and the wheels aren't falling off. So that's you buy quality. That's it. And like look after them. Like I yeah, like if he's looking at these for a Mark II, go for them. Like it'll make the car drive much, much better than mm. I think that safety factor outweighs the fact that the car's gonna handle like crap when yeah. it's absolutely slammed anyway. Is the flip kit to adjust for the the arms being at the wrong angle yes, then? Is I, that what it, so when you drop the car down for anybody listening it's not into slamming silly Volkswagens <laughs> when you drop the car down obviously the steering arms going from being like level to being tilted down or well up at the wheels and down subframe so when you put the extender in I wish in, we had video here to show Connor's the hands are hands here, yeah. <laughs> so that the extender pushes them back out to being flat and then obviously to correct the angle of the steering arms, you turn it upside down and put it in from below. So it just keeps everything back to level. So yeah. it basically drives like a factory car, even though it's slammed. Yeah. So I know I think it's I think they're a good job. The only thing you do need to watch is if you have really tight fitment when you lower a car, because those arms are going at an angle, it pulls the wheels in slightly. So if you put them the extenders in, when they go flat, it can push the wheels out a couple of mils. So if you're mm. like millimeters to spur, take that into account. Mm-hmm. That's us for the questions. I have my own question. Okay. Which is a weird one. <laughs> We're 38 episodes in, and I'm going to bring my own question to the table. Because I got abuse for this the other day from, I think it was Stefan and maybe Lee. I was driving down to New Look to lift the wheels. Really hot day. The borer's got no air con because it's probably the gas ran out 15 years ago in it. I still live in 2005 where DC skate screws are still cool. So basically I can like slip them on and off without tying them. So when I'm driving along, I tend to like slip my shoes off and drive in my bare feet or with socks. Any of you guys do that? No. Absolutely not. No, I, I can't imagine anything worse. Do you I, think I, I don't think you have enough feel with a pedal with bare feet. We don't have too much feel. Or not feel, but I don't know. It's just a, you feel like you have more control. No, I, c- I couldn't do that. I don't know. I no. feel like I'm in race car driver socks. You know, I can feel everything. Maybe you're wearing their own <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Probably is, yeah. <laughs> Um, the only time I've ever taken my shoes off while driving is it would be if I'm wearing like a big wedge heel. Oh, me I'm too. The same. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stilettos, stilettos are okay. Yeah. No, stilettos yeah. are fine because you still you use the movement of your foot. But a big wedge, they're really chunky. That's the only time I would ever do that. But uh, so I can't us, imagine that's a problem for you guys. Let us know. Am I a freak or do other people yeah, do this? You are. Freak. There's food freaks. Yeah. I'm telling you. See the cold air in your feet and the socks, nice and cool. No, liberating, I think liberating. <laughs> I'm just wondering to take my trousers off next and let it go around my balls. It's a, it's a you know, it's you stages here. You'll just start removing next pieces half of and clothing. Half. Half and half. Suede centers and uh, leather. So no, no, no. Well, that's where you get the air conditioned seats now. Oh. Like the perforated oh, yes, leather yes. the air Unless, con comes up through the seat. Unless it's in a hire car, you're blowing other people's farts around you. You don't want that. It has to have been your own car from new. Oh, definitely. You couldn't do that second hand. Or else replace the seats. Yeah. So I think I'll let you drop it up there, Nigel, because I've lowered the tone. I think we'll just put a pin in it right there. <laughs> so, uh, yes, thank you to Robin for coming in and for now sponsoring the podcast. Uh, thanks very much, Robin. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah, Sydney, I said before, check him out on socials, Studio 10. Um, check him out there. And he's exciting stuff coming up. So just finish off here by saying check us out on our usual social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, at Reload Podcast. And yes, you can find our own social media. I'm at VDubboy. I'm at Maxwell House 46. And I'm at Connor McCann. And I'm away in two weeks' time to Goodwood. So mm. it'll be Connor Lee. It's a couple special. Run the, run the show. <laughs> so send in your love questions. Do. We'll probably get some <laughs> lunatic on with us. It'll be couples therapy next time. So thanks very fight. much for listening once again. And we'll see you next time. Cheers, Bye. Thanks, Bye. guys.